The following program is rated TV-MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. waiting on Mahler. Uh, he might be sleeping uh, because there was a daylight savings time. Uh, so uh, we're just going to go ahead with uh, the real BBC bagging, boarding, and chatting a comic book show. So we have our bags, we have our boards, and we have our mouths. So we chat uh, about comics, pop culture, toys. There's going to be a lot of toys in this one, folks. Lots. Uh, this will be a kind of a, a prelude to uh, tomorrow's hot toys, or, or is it fully articulated? It's fully articulated this week fully on Robert's channel. Fully articulated tomorrow. Which will start at 7 p.m. UK time. Whatever that is. I got. I was I was screwed up on it uh, on Sunday, too. I'm like, we're getting ready to go. And you're like, dude, calm down. It's 75 minutes. Yeah, yeah, dude, oh. we're, an hour, we're an hour away. We're oh, over an hour away. Oh, okay. For the record, daylight savings time is stupid. Uh, because uh, we don't farm anymore, and for the most part, and, and uh, yeah, it's dumb. So get rid of it. Uh, as a matter of fact, we voted here in California to get rid of it back in 2018, and it hasn't happened yet. So not really sure. That's the one thing. Uh, Arizona does it right. They don't have it. I don't think uh, Hawaii has it either, because, uh, like I said, it's stupid. So a uh, lot to talk about. But the uh, good news is at least they can take your kids to a gay bar. Uh, exactly oh thank god it feels like society's just progressing not really um so <laughs> uh yes i got a haircut and my beard is trimmed and i nice. uh, is that yeah thanks thanks mrs looks good. looks good yeah, she's she's really good at what she does thank you and she mm -hmm. is a safe flight to mrs nerdrotic who's flying out to texas oh right oh i have a gary yeah, you have. A I have. A, I have a question that I oh. would like you to um, to pass on to your uh, beautiful wife. Sure. Uh, because she is a professional hairdresser and has been a hairdresser to the stars. Yeah. Is it normal for a celebrity hairdresser? This I'm not being facetious. This is legit. Yeah. Uh, is it normal for a celebrity hairdresser to request that the um, salon be completely empty apart from them is it normal uh for the celebrity to request to look uh in a mirror after every cut made by the hairdresser that's not normal and 
let, let me preface this answer with the best hairdressers don't work at Hollywood. Uh, it's a pay cut for them. So the, I, I don't know if there's this uh, illusion that like Hollywood gets the best of the best of hair and makeup. They don't. They're far from it. Uh, people who are uh, at the top of their field in makeup and hair don't go to Hollywood and put up with Hollywood, put up with shit like that because some of the freaking prima donna hairdressers that Melissa knew would probably stab somebody in the neck with their scissors if they acted like that. So, uh, and well, do, you know, do you know who I'm referring to? No, who? <laughs> Simu Liu. Oh, 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 oh. oh, and uh, we could talk about, well, mm, mm, well, yeah, you could talk about like such a down to earth man. I have straight, like really straight hair. Like it does not curl or wave or anything when it grows out. It just goes straight. Um, so, so do a lot of, uh, Asian people. So that that's their hair is the straight hair is, can be difficult to, to cut because you, it doesn't hide anything as far mm -hmm. as I know. So, um, I can see that, that sounds a, a tad, um, narcissistic and, uh, prima donna, but now that he is Shang-Chi and he can use it as his platform to change the world, uh, that change always has, has to always start at home. So don't be an asshole uh, uh, to your to, to somebody who's trying to cut your hair and trying to make you look better. Uh, that's 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 like being an asshole to your doctor or being an asshole to your mechanic who will just not work as hard. Don't never be an asshole. The real mechanic. important things. Uh, straight hair can be very difficult. Okay, that's all I know. Super straight. Super straight. Sounds like a fuck. Yeah. Uh, that that's why. Oh, that's why Melissa didn't do that shit. I mean, it's it's bad. At, like, clients are clients. All right, some are awesome, some are not. Uh, I just remembered I forgot to take my vitamin D for the day. Oh, go take your vitamin D. I just took my vitamin D. Uh, I I I took my B. There we go. My complex B. I've got to take that one it's for the energy. It's good. <laughs> good. My I took my preparation H. That's good. That's good. And the black pill is a suppository. Oh, fucking Razor Fist did a great video today. Great video today. On, uh, Drinker did a great video today. Oh, I didn't Ooh. see it. Uh, what's it on? It's on uh, why Hollywood are getting it wrong. Part, oh. Essentially part two. And uh, it was insanely good. Um, he's titled it. What's he entitled it? Why Modern Movies Suck they're written by children they, yeah uh, like we've talked about that the lack uh, yeah, of experience yeah, yeah. we talked about it on friday night tights we showed the two writers and they were well drinker was there they were fucking kids they're kids well, and we, we we talk about the infantilization as well but yeah. um oh man his video today is something it's he does that he like it's he just like, knows how to nail it you know he, he, he gets a laser on the point with mm. fucking laser precision and uh that's why he is the master mm -hmm. uh, it's, all it's all good i i i have no problem being in the critical drinker's shadow forever it's fine um uh, well that's where i will reside so i, am I will reside there and glad that i'm in the shade you know <laughs> uh, that's just a given with that I love boy. It when, like it's our, our detractors will make videos and that's fine you can make uh 
videos about me or jeremy or 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 as but when they like go after the critical drinker it's like you are aiming pretty high there son you better fucking have your shit together if you're i always i always think icarus is flying too close to the sun when they do yeah Yeah. you you got you can't you can't tear that down i there was somebody that did a video was like critical drink is the, something like a, a, an alt-right or something like that and i decided to listen to the video because i wanted to hear what these um great arguments were and it was just some absolute remington uh with a with a, a headphone headset microphone um and just a you know picture on the screen mm-hmm. just going oh yeah oh yeah you know just he he lies yeah uh that's yeah so it's just like okay you're one of them we're we're done we're already done with the video thank you said my uh me uh me that i am presenting my opinions as fact i think his biggest argument was just make stuff up okay do we do we just make stuff up? Uh, no, but when sure, when right. it doesn't conform to the narrative or it doesn't conform yeah. to the, then you know they get a bit mad about that. Yeah, you know we got we got a group of people right now in the world who are mad at three words. Let's go, Brandon, and it's driving them insane. Nobody's no no rational human being regardless of which side of the political spectrums you fall upon if somebody <laughs> says let's go brandon about your chosen one no no rational human being gets mad about it every everyone you know has shots taken against whatever they like whether it be a football team soccer team cricket team politician actor it, it doesn't matter so so this whole let's go brandon is just exposing insanity insanity on social media right now what did somebody say yesterday they said um let's go brandon is the right uh, version of seek hail <laughs> okay <clears throat> for anybody we make shit up when i say that crt uh what is it esg it's esg that's being like we're gonna start having uh those socials the social scoring like from china is going to be introduduced here oh yeah 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 yeah. well mm, this shit up um this is just one example of what's being passed around in Hollywood writers' rooms, I have talked about it in multiple live streams, and I will reset it in a video. This has a list of do's and don'ts for writing, and it is critical race theory. It is absolutely the same thing that is being shoved through uh, the curriculum of some of our elementary schools that's upset so many parents. It's being baked into our scripts. Uh, this is a political organization that is doing it. It is uh, being fronted by the Roddenberry Foundation. Okay, so yes, this shit is real. It's happening. Uh, and a lot of people are on board because they think they are doing it for the greater good. But this is Marxism. 
It's marketing. Some do, and I think I think uh, uh, yeah, the vast majority are just dumb. They're just empty heads who uh, their empty heads are filled with the latest, uh, you know, uh, they're NPCs, basically. It's filled with what they are supposed to say, their talking points, and they just repeat the talking points. I mean, I laid that out in my Eternals video. Uh, different was a talking point. Uh, oh, seven, yeah. No, that was a word we picked up on on the uh, yep. Twitter reviews. Yep. That was a word we picked up on real quick was different. Thanks to Lady Grab. What a coincidence. Up for me again too, uh, and and I'll like maybe when a drinker's here later, we will go over it in detail. Oh, hi, yeah. drinker. <laughs> That's a drinker. I'm sorry, Mahler. <laughs> or drinker. Sweet, get a drinker in as well. Cool. Yeah, I just invited him on the show without. Him. <laughs> yeah, come on in. Um, yeah, but we'll we'll go over that. There's there's a list of like this is what you can write about now, and this is what you can't. And to break it down, basically the hero's journey is not, not, can't do that anymore. Just can't. And guess what? We don't see it anymore. We don't. And, um, you know, to prop up female characters. See, when I say the MCU, uh, it's when they prop up female characters by degrading male hmm. characters. It's at the expense of this. Yeah. At yeah. The expense of male characters. Uh, if we have a believable, female character with uh that then i have no problem with it whatsoever uh there's a lot of great female characters in marvel uh the the comic books i've been reading for decades uh kate bishop is not one of them <laughs> she started I'm out call me the world's greatest archer. uh the young avengers was a book that was good i liked it it was supposed to be the teen titans of marvel and that's what they were. That's what their role. But now they are they are supposed to take over. And the reason they designed Kate Bishop the way she was, they simplified it so to make it easier to cosplay. So yeah. they're bringing our heroes down to our level when they're supposed to be up here. So you so we can just cosplay in jeans. Well, what's the whole point in that? Even cosplayers are like, no, that, that we like to take our time to emulate a costume that's very difficult to make. It's That's why they did Ms. Marvel's costume to. the way they did. Yep. That was made for cosplay. That's why they changed Batgirl's costume to Batgirl from Burnside because they thought that would be easier to cosplay. And this is true. This isn't bullshit as well. This is true. Oh, they, dear they God. Want, they want life on easy mode. Uh, there is no easy mode for life. Uh, you know what? It was probably on the easiest mode it would ever be on a couple of years ago when I was experiencing the best economy I have in my lifetime. Uh, things were pretty fucking good. People are starting to realize that. That's why a little phrase like let's go Brandon is going on right now. There's a reason for that. Yeah, because it's the economy, stupid. Every Jeez. single time. It's not uh, as if you're going to shit your pants or forget it. <laughs> that was awesome pants biden trended all all night um so yeah there's a couple trailers that came out uh, yeah boba fett uh a, a show which i could give two fucks about and morbius. <laughs> yes. morbius and i can say before we even get into the trailers as would you disagree with this that i'm looking for, more forward to morbius than i am book of boba fett uh having seen both trailers absolutely um morbius actually looks really uh interesting Yep. Uh, Book of Boba Fett didn't do anything for me at all. 
It was a bunch of really rational statements over osh, uh, ominous music, like, we should all get along. Yeah, yeah. Why Put don't we hands, just uh, kill you now? Bah. Because if I was Jabba the Hutt, you'd all be dead. <laughs> so fucking dumb. Oh. I would like to buy five tomatoes. That's going to be 25 shekels. Agreed. <laughs> Jesus. They say that you're a bounty hunter. Not anymore. Well, I'm going to jump for you. Okay. Right. <laughs> really odd. I was just sort of watching it Ripping. like. Yeah, I was like. I was waiting for everybody to just go. Oh, my God. It's Bellamit. Uh Didn't oh. they do that? Oh, didn't the nerd crew? Wait, I got to find that. Didn't the nerd oh, crew? Oh, the nerd like, crew probably done it all by down. now. They, there's a video of them doing the meltdown over Boba Fett. Hang on. I'll find it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So funny. Nerd through Boba Fett. Man. Yeah, it's just an old trailer. It's just a, 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 a what I would class as not, 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 you know, no shade, but it's just a very generic trailer. There didn't seem to be anything particularly exciting said or done in it. And, yeah. Great. We're going to have Boba sat down and then a couple of fights and then sat down. And then uh, Agent May, who's going to play the same exact character she did in Agent yes. <laughs> This swaggery middle-aged woman who's going to probably kick the shit out of everybody. And, you know, I like the, hey, for one, Got it. Man. I love Ming Nanwa. I love her. She's oh, great true. for her age. She like just superior genes right there. Oh, um, hell yeah. Fuck. Um, so no shade there. It's not, you know, she just take a she just took a job. Uh here we go. You gotta give it up for Boba Fett. I do, I do remember Boba Fett. Give it up for the man and the man the Lord on the babies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think I know what happened. The clocks went back, didn't Daylight they? Daylight saving. So, oh, we, I freaking should so it's, still 10, it's still 10 a.m. in America, but it's 5 instead of 6 p.m. start time for us. I was like, you guys start an hour early. What the fuck is going on? My bad. I'm here. We, Hello, everyone. We already predicted Daylight saving gotcha. Damn it. It's my bad. We yeah. won. We won the bet. Oh, next week you'll be dealing with me remembering daylight savings. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. So is it this weekend you change? This weekend. This coming weekend. 
we fall back. This coming week? Well, that was not there for a long time. Then a whole just a week difference. It's dumb. Why well, should coordinate these things or, or just yeah. not do it at all? That would be my suggestion. My biggest oh, regret wow. is that this happened at a time when you were making fun of the Mandalorian as a show. Like, come oh, on, no, man. We, we, were, yeah. we, were, we were just showing uh, the nerd crew reacting. Uh, <laughs> that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. We did that edit on uh, on EFAB at the end of our reaction to episode six because you guys remember that episode. Everyone went nuts. Boba Fett shooting stormtroopers. You got the Sarlacc pit. Have you have you talked about the trailer? Uh, oh no, we're saving it for you, dude. Oh we, sweet. We, we have just been basically just getting warmed up. Uh, <laughs> going for like a half hour or so, or twenty actually, twenty minutes, not even a half hour. My God. Uh, well. Yeah. I'm here. I have seen the trailer. What are we? Are we? What are we? I'm There's ready to go. Trailer we're going to talk about. You might want to dip out and see it later. The Morbius one. Oh, I really don't care, but I'm absolutely willing to do that for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I thought. Oh yeah. It okay. Oh, that was a good trailer. Uh, but like, I'm a big freaking Morbius. I know nothing about Morbius other than uh, is he a vampire? Is that the idea? He's the living vampire. He's the uh, living vampire. He the wants living to vampire. in the world now. Um, but he started out as a villain uh, and uh, he's going to be part of the Spider-Man cinematic universe that Sony's g- starting, obviously, right in front of Marvel's face in the world. Because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they don't fucking need Marvel. Uh, which we, is hilarious. You know what it is? It's like a kid with all these expensive toys and the other kid has one expensive toy and he comes in and plays with it. But everyone's, he's starting to bring in his other toys and the other kid is like, I didn't, you, what are you doing? And he's like, I won't need to come here eventually. You know that, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to have all my own ones. Oh, and Sony were begging Marvel just a few years ago. Oh God, I know. Oh, oh God, who's the? Oh, I can't. I can't. Who was the bat? Who was? Uh, is it? Yeah, Francis Buxton. That's what uh, uh, you were talking about from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. The guy who wanted Pee Wee's bike. He had everything. He's a big rich guy, but he liked Pee Wee's bike, so he wanted to steal Pee Wee's bike. Have you not seen Pee Wee's Big um, Adventure? Yeah, a long time ago. Uh, oh, dude, that's a classic movie. That's a great movie. It's uh, Tim just, Burton's he, first directing. Yeah, come on. Where he's gone across the country in tequila and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. I smoked so much pot and watched that movie a lot. Uh, <laughs> back when I was Did you kid. go to a, a dingy, dirty cinema and start whacking off? No, no. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, not by myself. I might have a girlfriend, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pee Wee did. <laughs> hey, and uh, at the time, I was against him being canceled for that. You want to talk about cancel culture? I, he got canceled, man. Like, ruined his career. Oh, that did. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. If it was, what, it's porno, is what? It was just a porno, wasn't it? It's porno. A porno who cares? But they were like, he was looked at as a child star. It was like, no, no, no. Well, he did Pee Wee's Playhouse, but like, that whole HBO show was not supposed to be a kids show, right? No, it's, it's for adults. It was a comedy show. Yeah. And he is a comedian. I'm bad, as a matter of fact, I saw him. I was about 20 feet from Paul Rubens on, su- on Sunday night. Uh, and he looked great. 
and I love him. And uh, I props to Tim Burton and a lot of people for backing him up during those when, uh, like, his first reappearance, I do believe, was uh, Batman Returns when he plays the Penguin's dad. The Penguin's daddy. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys, he was in the Buffy movie, did you know that? Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. So it's it's such a like you see him, it's like what the fuck? Rutger Howard is in it as well, and I was just like, yes, it's such a strange thing that exists. The Buffy movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and Kristen Swanson's uh, based as fuck in reality as well. She is. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, she is based, dude. Uh, unlike uh, the rest of uh, Hollywood, the rest of Hollywood. Well, obviously she's not getting work anymore. Um, yeah. No, probably maybe because of it. I don't know. Well, well again, I just checked her IMDb. Latest projects: 2021, 2021, 2021, 2020, 2019. It's like, oh, is it? TV she's still show? doing stuff, I guess. Uh, they're all movies as well, but mm. I guess they're all movies that none of us have heard of. Probably cheap movies. Hey, if she's working, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. One of the movies she was in recently is called Killer Under the Bed. Oh my god. <laughs> oh great. That sounds Oscar Beatty to oh me. My, goodness. my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there a monster under the bed? No, it's my shoes. Oh yeah. It's my shoes. Um speaking of based people, yes, this is sarcasm. Um I just love the backlash that uh Colin Kopernick, Kopernick and Nickel uh, has got when he um, he equated <laughs> he he equated being in the NFL as slavery. Yeah, and uh, I know. I mean, far better for me, but I didn't I didn't realize that Candyland signed uh, you know twenty five million a year dollar contracts for slaves. Um, meanwhile. People said he didn't seem to have a problem with the slaves making his Nike merch. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, right? Before you're a girl who was chained to a table who hasn't seen her mother. Yeah. Colin Oofanik. Oofanik, yeah. <laughs> he's, just a, he's a lol cow. That's he's... a sweet steelbook you got there. Mm. Um, are, there uh, are there a bunch of features on that thing that... that... I uh, hope so. Anyway, <laughs> like with Blu-rays, we're like, come on, give me, give me them behind the scenes. Nowadays, they don't do it. I mean, just because uh, unless uh, gag reel deleted and extended scenes, the making of for the most epic scenes, uh, the comic origins of the Suicide Squad. That one looks pretty interesting. Bringing King Shark to life. How James Gunn made the Suicide Squad. Starro. It's a freaking kaiju. Uh, three <laughs> retro style trailers. Director commentary. Oh, there you go. 4K. So have we? Yeah. Have we ever spoken about how they never did a director's commentary for the Rise of Skywalker out of shame? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I ever heard. It's like JJ was like, I ain't doing that. I ain't talking about making this fucking movie. <laughs> That's not happening. Oh, uh, that would have been funny. It would have. It would have been really insightful too to listen to it and be like, ah, this scene. <laughs> 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 Just big size before every scene. Ah, <laughs> oh, and this one. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the holding the dagger up to the Death Star. Uh, I wasn't my idea, but I just went with it. That's, 
Like we needed something to make this other scene. Make sense. <laughs> well, dude, uh, he it is in his Force Awakens audio commentary, which I've referenced loads in my videos up to this point. He is a confident bastard in that one. He's like, "Yep, this this is all worked out great. This is every choice we made was the best. Everyone loves it." Which no one would do. And Rise of Skywalker is like, "I ain't talking about it. <laughs> Just leave me alone." I ain't talking about this shit. I ain't talking about this shit. No. And yeah, um, if you guys remember, that's one of the things that Red Light Media pointed out that I thought was really interesting. Um, Phantom Menace, well, prequels, the behind the scenes for them, this like amazing footage of everything that's so candid in the production and how everybody who created it felt and how everything went. And it's all, you just watch and it's really interesting to think about in terms of creatives. But behind the scenes of Star Wars from Disney, it's all very specific. Everything is done for very specific reasons. Everybody's very happy. Everybody's very er edited. Everything's very well shot and lit. Um, God, I can't remember the YouTuber now. I wish I'd, lo I'd love to give him credit. There's a whole um, YouTube video on how Disney's stuff is produced like political ads. Yeah. And he does like mm. shot for shot comparisons. It's, it's a video from like oh. four years ago. It's fucking good. Uh, that's exactly what you were talking about, Mahler. Real quick, on the supply side, real because this is a comic book show. So mm -hmm. I just pulled a comic book out of a bag and board. This is an old polyurethane one. You can't really tell, but you can see there's like a little yellowing going on. That's that's damaging your comic book. So if you put put it next to a brand new bag, see see the difference. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's why you want you, you know like they're cheaper and they're good to get your comics home and stuff, but you don't want to keep them in there longer in two years. Uh, and it's worth the money for your good comic books, not for every comic book, uh, to get the, you know, the mylites. Nothing uh, past 2010. Basically, yeah. Uh, for me, I'd say Bronze Age. But um, yeah, you put them in here, and you don't ever have to ever replace it ever. This is this is an acid-free board. Uh, they, they again, it's it's like 25 bucks for a, for the bags and 25 or like 15 bucks for the boards. I think it's expensive. So you want to do it with your creme de la creme comic books. Archive. There you go. I'm assuming you guys um, <clears throat> saw it on Twitter, though. That there's an account pretending to be me sending people messages about how great the sequel trilogy is. Yeah, yeah that, that <laughs> looks really believable. I was, I was like, you're going to have to try a little bit harder than that. Otherwise, be like, so this is definitely not Mauler. Look what Mauler put. I mean, the app's different. And the followers numbers different and well, that's the thing. Um he's changed like whoever made this, they've changed everything about all the details to match everything mine has, right? Same pictures, same links, yeah, same yeah, yeah. Uh, just to try their best to trick people, I guess. And a lot of people are like, Oh, is it is it just a bit of fun? So, and I'm like, I I'm, I don't think so. I think it's meant to do some damage, but that's fine. I don't think they will. You can report it for um uh impersonation. Impersonation, yeah. yeah. And it's also, yeah, you can get a check mark probably out of it too. Might be able to. Oh, Twitter is so stupid with check marks. It's like um, taking them away from people when they don't like them as opposed yeah. to what the obvious fucking function of a check mark is. Well, it's okay because those, uh, those blue check marks that did all the racist commentary against the black conservative Tim guy, uh, they all didn't even get banned. Never mind. Yeah. Any other repercussion, they, they were still tweeting the next day. Even though Twitter said, yes, we've pulled down their racist tweets. But we did absolutely nothing in terms of punishing them. One rule for thee, another for me. Yeah. 
starting to get tired of Twitter again. Yeah. Yeah, as you can probably see from me calling Colin Kaepernick a retard yesterday yeah. on Twitter, I I I am very much am. I, I, I kind of it's inter it's it's really interesting actually because obviously with me getting banned, you you're on your final warning, and yeah. I got I got banned, and then I like took a month off Twitter, really enjoyed it. And then I created the Twitter account for Hot Toys, and I've been utilizing my manager yeah. has been utilizing that, and it's and it's just got to the point where I'm just like, ah, oh, I fucking hate this place. I just fucking hate this place. It's just it's just garbage. I'm like, I should just I should just I should tr I got three strikes to be a naughty boy. I should use them wisely. I, I, yeah, I think you should. I mean, because to succeed on that platform you have to be on it a lot that's part mm. of it and you have to like it's just made for mm, it's made for its audience it's uh as ryan kinnell pointed out correctly in uh i think his latest video that uh only 20 percent of america is has a twitter account i think only 10 percent of them actually use it regularly and of the actually use it regularly it's an infinite small number of people in a skews heavily female and uh heavily uh retarded uh, and yeah i would say i would say you know i, I would even call myself she tarded for being on there um <laughs> at all i mean it's it's got it's it's fun for some stuff and if you don't mix it up with people it can you know but like now my my mentions are like every couple of days it's filled with like star trek people it's like i haven't even talked about star trek in the last two weeks i don't care about prodigy i'm not even gonna watch it i just look stupid um and it's been on hasn't it has it hasn't had an episode or two by now i think it has i think it has i, I haven't cared enough to even check it's yeah it's, i i got no shit to give clearly a repurposed kid show that they just like let's put hmm. fucking janeway in here that's all it was um and uh then then uh what I said about the Boba Fett trailer, which was uh, it sucked, and they it was a bunch of rational statements uh, with ominous music, and then <laughs> yeah. you you have parent issues. I'm like, I'm fucking fifty two. Parent My issues, not five like you. I, I have a kid who's like now old enough to be a parent. Come on, yeah, Another I'm judging one. you by my own standards. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to watch the Boba Fett trailer? Oh no! Sure. I think Ruby. Oh, I think Ruby oh, no. Rose has leaked the emails. It's, oh, oh no! Oh, oh, oh! Gimme, gimme, gimme! <laughs> Thank you. Can you uh, get? Can you get us the? Uh, I've got the bounding into comics article. If uh, here, I'll drop into the private chat. Yeah. Um. This is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, but they're running with the headline of uh, Ruby Rose bolsters Batwoman accusations with emails and text messages. And these are all new, are they? Uh, this is uh, out today. This has just come out. This article okay. just came out. Upfront, posting um, public DMs and stuff is super bitch made. There is, there is mm. exceptions. Uh, there is exceptions when you are being like completely roasted and you need to clear your name and stuff fine or if the person gives permission personally i think it's one of the most bitch made things you can possibly do but uh again there are exceptions let's take a look at this 
Ruby Rose bolsters Batwoman accusations, like you just said, in support of her claims. Uh, Rose shared these correspondence with friends and cast members in an Instagram story alongside some added commentary given to further illustrate the points of her allegations. The first screenshot she shared was a February 2020 email to a woman named Carol, who is believed to be Rose's manager, in which Rose confessed she is about done with the show due to the onset atmosphere and apparent investigation and her now infamous neck surgery that she is never going to get hired again, by the way. Like she just fucking toasted her career. Um, mm. this is, it's, it's complicated, right? Cause uh, the CW Batwoman sort of thing. It's like, is that small enough for her to just shit on and survive? I kind of think, I think the CW in itself is pretty much shit onable. And when you see, I mean, the, the CW, they, they lied in their response. They, you oh, know, yeah, when they said, oh, everything was hunky dory. People, people were getting injured heavily on that set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're both shitty as fuck. Don't get me mm. wrong. I'm just enjoying the Schadenfreude, but like, mm. she's not going to, like, uh, like our boy Fisher, like, he's not going to get work either. They're going to quietly say yes. And then the other. Uh, about, oh, can I email this guy without him blasting it uh, all over the fucking internet? Like, that's that's a problem, you know? Uh, e even if it is for good. I I'm not saying I'm happy about it. Uh, I'm just saying she probably fucked her career. Uh, not that, you know, it was that great anyway, because, you know, she's... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't find her attractive. So I, I, I guess some people do. Uh, and she's model-ish. Uh, but, like, she can't act. So that's kind of a problem when it comes to acting. Comes yeah, to acting. I, I don't say this with any kind of, you know, anger or, or frustration, but she's one of the worst actors I've ever seen. Like, yeah. Mm. Um, wooden no, as a, fuck. A, a, yeah, objectively, she's very flat, uh, very right, I mean, wooden, uh, doesn't project any emotion. Yeah, like, it's honestly part of what I miss in Batwoman because now the acting, like, Javicia Leslie's acting is very just fine most of the time. As opposed to Ruby Rose, which we were laughing at all the time with a lot of her deliveries. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm close to being done. So she posted one of her own saying, I'm I'm close to being done. I won't take crumbs. Do better. Use this situation as a way to change the industry and the world, but keep your smear campaign because it can only if only fires me up to continue this when the last thing I wanted. So it's the ending. The way she's sharing those DMs, man, the way she's like got a screenshot, but then she's written her commentary on top of it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, why? Yeah. Can't even see what Carol Bodie said. Well, I mean, you can get the gist. It's a one sentence and is, I am so sorry this is, this is probably happening to you. I am so sorry this is inconvenient, <laughs> you ungrateful. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So yeah, I mean, my my analogy of this is being a you know a lesbian relationship like she went there for a year and it ended badly is kind of kind of accurate right now. Uh, in the next entry into her story, Rose says that she was forced to shoot cover photos six days after her next surgery. That if that's true, that's shitty. But uh, she added the emails relates to these shoots are heartbreaking, but revealing though she did not provide any for her followers okay p.s i still shot the two covers how silly to think i had an option more on that tomorrow didn't do it for me mm -hmm. i didn't them. i already shot the previous 
EW cover, but six days after surgery was when they wanted me to shoot, which is, that's, fuck, come on. Uh, oft, those emails are heartbreaking, but say uh, a lot, but she didn't show them. Okay. No, but she said more tomorrow. Ah. Uh, next was a screen grab of text <clears throat> exchange with an individual entered into her phone simply as cam who might be fellow batwoman actor cameras johnson in which mm. Rose talked about the photo shoots and the surgery while also showing uh, off her bandage scar as i was reading the part about you needing to shoot two covers i went oh nah out loud i'm glad you turned them down now wrote cam seemingly on the actress's side in this exchange the crap would have sucked exactly right heal up the right way and you'll be back to playing in no time dope what the fuck happened <laughs> like in terms of it seems as though they probably had a good relationship at one point uh, yeah she psyched him off didn't she oh yeah uh which i don't know what was said maybe he refused to back her up on something for example all of this the thing is he still has a job so yeah Because, yeah, it is, it is fucked if she got the surgery and they demanded that she get back to work when it's literal neck surgery that she had, like, it, like I don't know what's going on there. It just seems obvious. Got to give them more time than that. Uh, Rose went on to share part of the conversation between her and the person identified as Rachel, as Rachel Batwoman, a possible... I don't even know what this word is. What is this? S -O uh, hold on, sorry. It's I'm looking at it. Sobriquet. Sobriquet. Uh, for co-star Rachel Scarston concerning the oft-mentioned injured project, uh, production assistant Elise, whom the actress claims she urged to seek treatment. In an email, Rachel explained that Elise kept trying to get her to get help, and she wouldn't. It was bad, adding that Batwoman showrunner Carol Dries, Carolyn Dries, sent her an email saying, I haven't responded to you yet because I feel like I need to really say my piece. This is awful, the individual concluded. In a caption affixed to the screenshot, Rose further explained, Elise was an actual PA, the person in the article, presumably the former PA, Alexandra Baxter, who recently made headlines after calling Rose a dictator in response to her accusations. Is it one call sheet i checked three months ago worth uh i don't know what that means but also i knew i like this just sounds like a lot of little back and forth between um a horrible boss well yeah and the fact that ruby rose is releasing this piece by piece by piece as opposed to together to make one singular point is just like why are you dragging this out just out yeah. of curiosity so elise was the pa also okay also traffic was so horrific i'm going to be late i'm stressing while both rachel and dries conceded as did rose in the subsequent email that the crew was working day and night while people were getting badly hurt the big mm -hmm. on everyone's mind including carol and dries was apparently at the no yelling clause <laughs> in a message to rose <laughs> dries claims to be appalled by the onset verbal use though rose does accuse the showrunner of offloading to the concern to a director who wasn't even directing that episode. Okay. 
So, and this is an actor's pulling all nighters and 16 hour days and 14 hour camera days without people losing their temper and getting aggressive. I felt like I had to be the comedic relief for the cast and crew and camera and the whole room, which is fine, but I am too tired. And this just makes our jobs a little harder set for my phone. Also I had a showrunner who I went out uh, also as a showrunner who I went to about a no yelling memo to then offload it to a director who wasn't even directing this episode. Also, okay, blah, blah, blah. That's repeated information. Jerry told me about that. I'm relieved to hear you found a way to keep some come, come relief, comic relief, because <laughs> usually it's the number one uh, doing the yelling. Yelling at crew is unnecessary. 100 and times 100. I have never had to raise my voice or work once at work once in my career. People need coping skills. Okay, I love my crew. They just can't speak out because NDAs. Now, why are you speaking out? That's that's what I'm wondering. Uh, the next image showed a continuation of the no yelling clause discussion where Rose requested a no yelling role in an effort to keep the love and patience up, the moral, the morale up. As of last night, absolutely catastrophic. I don't know if it's uh, Dermot or what or who or how, but people were yelling at each other and walking off set, and it was so stressful. Eddie was like a piece of scotch tape on the side of the Titanic. This might sound like a very strange ask, but is there a way to have a no yelling at the crew or production or anyone on the uh, on the set rule? Just a no yelling rule. That's a Joe Roth rule on his films. Just to keep the love and patience up, the morale up. It's stressful and hard enough on the crew and actors pulling all-nighters and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah. I mean, why are if people make, a Batwoman? If you make that kind of rule, what happens if someone breaks it if it's unofficial? Just, I guess I'm saying, is it, is it like meaningless to be like, okay, no more yelling, everyone. That's what yells. They're like, hey, no more yelling. Hey, <laughs> yeah, take a time out in the corner. This is a good one. As she continues in her Instagram story, Rose also accused Drys of being inauthentic, an inauthentic LGBT activist and trying to monetize the gays in order to make people feel included. Rose also intimated she has emails testifying to this bombshell fact. Uh, duh, I think uh, as has been saying, <laughs> we've been saying this. All along, they're pandering to you. They don't really care about your cause or your movement or you as an individual. You can tell if you watch the show. It's designed yeah. to just be like, aren't gays neat? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Puppy, you know? Yeah. Off to bed, but deciding between releasing Carolyn's emails about not being an LGBTQ actor. Oof. the plus, bigot. Uh, or feminist. But saying she could be one for others through the show. Uh, what did I say about a month ago? One of the sayings I heard a lot in Hollywood is, I will be whatever you need me to be. Uh, I bet. Uh, I.e. monetizing gays is how she found the desire to make people feel included or the email exchanges when I did leave and the truths in that from all three of them. Let me give them time to act privately, which is all I wanted. Mediation, not litigation appropriately we should be fast considering when i went uh to hire a uh litigation lawyer greg had hired them all damn 
Yeah, Greg. Greg's gonna get out in front of this, and he's probably gonna litigate the crap. I mean, you know, this might. She might feel like this is her only option. I'm not. I don't want to get into the hows and who fors because I don't really care. I just kind of watching it happen. <laughs> True, but we're all waiting for the proof. The yeah. Carolyn drives looking to monetize the gaze. That's like a stake oh, yeah. in that vampire. That's like oh, one of the most significant that, things. You are not wrong. That would be a bombshell. Bombshell. Because that gays, they're gonna love it. We only brought you into the show because you're gay, Rogue. Well, it, it kind of backs up what uh, a lot of us have been saying for a long time. You know, like this shit is not real. Okay, so what they're doing is they're destroying things we love to prop up things they don't believe. Yeah, uh, which is pandering towards a five percent audience, and they're and they're not truly pandering to them. They just want, uh, and they're only pandering through them. So it's to the five percent audience, but it's also to get those um, those really gullible you know TV viewers out there, you know, who like. The Batwoman and stuff like that. Except, you know, people have their limits. They ha obviously have their limits because they stopped watching Doctor Who. They stopped watching Batwoman. So it's another case of the producers think they're smarter than the audience. But Hollywood's filled with a lot of dumb people with fucking money. That's that's a fact. Uh, at the same same time, she also sets her sights on Batwoman executive Batwoman executive producer Greg Berlanti for being, in her view, two faced. Well, I mean. He's a producer in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> you just described his job. What do you mean? Yeah. And <laughs> uh, an email sent from Berlanti to Rose, the former can be seen showrunner uh, glowing praise on the actress, despite his accusation questioning of her authentic ethic following her. Ethic, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Though Rose noted that she still wants to believe Berlanti has a human side. She added that there is a report way too intense for release to presumably pr that presumably proves otherwise what that i i could absolutely see greg berlanti being a giant piece of shit yelling at he's a fucking producer in hollywood i mean you ever see swimming with sharks young lady i just got a i got a sense with berlanti that he we know the kind of guys that he hires and um, it, um, i just get this almost casting couch kind of vibe by, about the guy you think there could be some harvey weinstein ish i don't shit? know about harvey yeah. weinstein but uh you know you scratch my back i'll scratch your back you jack me off i'll jack you off yeah you you <laughs> you come in my face and you I'll break my spine i'll break yours that sort of yeah. thing <laughs> jesus yeah the the <clears throat> injured she also not my neck out snap shouldn't be doing any stunts like she has no muscle on her body like she should she could fall down and get hurt yeah and it's really easy to switch out for stunt double because she has all the red hair and only a piece of her face can even be seen if it's all about one of those <laughs> yep okay so if anybody gets a message that starts out with you're a gorgeous orchid uh that's a douchey hollywood producer yeah over it sounds like the script from Discovery. Yeah, th this actually means... His name was Gorgeous Orchid. This actually, you know what this actually means in producer speak? I have to overpraise you because you're kind of kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm appealing, I'm appealing uh, to your vanity here. Yeah. Yep. yep. 
Uh, you're, you're thank you, you gorgeous orchid. Gorgeous. Good. Oh my god. Thank you. And they both hang up the phone. And go fucking dick. Fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, you are so awful. You're. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's awful. This thing's awful. Uh, you are so thoughtful, mm. but the real gift is your amazing performance in heart. Oh God. It's like oh, come written, on now. It's like written insincerity, isn't it? It's just so insincere. Well, if you if you take all the sarcasm, it's much funnier. We're, we're very thankful for your talent and kindness. Yeah, I should read it. And say, okay, wait. Sarcasm. <laughs> you gorgeous orchid. You are so thoughtful, but the real gift is your amazing performance and hard work. Very thankful for your talent and kindness. Have an amazing time off and congrats on such a wonderful success this year. Echo, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Kiss hug. Again, hinting at the existence of a report may uh, deal with investigations into the onset accidents and injuries, which did happen, and there was a lot of them for one show. Rose reminded the Batwoman production team both that she was still here and they still had an opportunity to change things. I meant, uh, I meant walk today until I meant walk today until I get my breath and have a talk <laughs> with Sag or with Greg and just everyone <clears throat> except maybe Carolyn to work this whole thing out. I don't know about walking from the show or for good. Maybe I want to, but I fear huge consequences sent from my bat phone. Well, that's the most honest <laughs> line ever. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so this is the kind of stuff that happens like all the time. We just we're just never privy to. Mm -hmm. to I mean, like this is how Hollywood runs, folks. Uh, so I'm sure. Yeah, we only ever get like slivers, um, and sometimes it's like decades later. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When when somebody's either dead or it's like we've sobered up and it's all good, you know. Uh, yeah. Time heals all wounds. Uh, but, but it's Ruby that came with the initial barrage. So what? What instigated the barrage? Yeah, something had to instigate it. Um, because yeah, everyone assumed her NDA had expired, right? Yeah, but she just said then that there's NDAs in place. Dragon working, so it's the crew still working are going to be under current NDAs. Um, and they probably have to sign one for each show. Uh, but like the one I signed, I mean, this is totally different circumstance. There was no expiration date. It was basically, uh, it said that like once they talk about it, I can talk about it. Like once like the show. You'd talks figure about that that's how they'd make NDAs. You know, if they could, they'd make them infinite. Surely. Mm -hmm. Don't shit on us publicly or we'll sue you. Yeah. Or we'll Say nice thing. From what are most NDAs for? Don't shit on us and don't come in and use us to for for business contacts. Basically, don't go after our client. You know, don't come in for a month, get a client list, and leave. You know, kind of situations different than that. But that's what NDAs are for. Protection for well, they exist for a reason because they were necessary. Uh, wow, interesting uh, little development that we had not planned on today. Ruby Rose. 
Batwoman continues to be more entertaining behind the scenes <laughs> than on the actual show. Oh, the show is garbage. Posted its lowest ever demo this week. 0.07 on a 0.419 views. Not point not seven. Not point not seven demo. Uh, Brian Luke for twenty dollars says, "Hail the real BBC." Went to fanboy last Saturday. Met William Shatner. Got a signature. Had tons of fun. What's your favorite? Uh, what's your guy's favorite con moment? Ooh, you guys have a favorite con moment? And I go to cons. You don't go to cons. Okay. I used to. I mean, I used to go to comic book cons when there were comic book cons. You know, I would go to buy comics. Um. I wasn't going there to to see anyone fancy or famous or anything. I just went there to buy comics. I wanted, and I'm the literal opposite. <laughs> like I didn't go there to buy anything. I just went to see famous people. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can't. Remember, I think I've told this on EFAP, but not on Real BBC for memory. But uh, I went to uh, Cardiff Comic Con in Wales uh, to see Anthony Stewart Head being Giles from Buffy, mm-hmm. and. Um, at first, it was a bit of a nightmare because we were all lined up and it was an enormous queue. And it was already like, I think half the day was already done. So we got a bit worried, like, will we even have the chance to see him? Um, and so they were like, right, everybody, you know, uh, lunchtime, you know, everyone's going to chill out. You know, just just come back later, reform the queue. But we, because we were so far back in the queue, didn't even hear that. So the queue just started dramatically moving forward really fast. We were like, oh, sweet. This is, it was, I don't know. He must be like speed handshaking or something. <laughs> and um, yeah, there was like five people away from the front. He was just like drinking a bottle of water and it's a little like kiosky thing. And, and we were just like, um, is, what's going on? And then someone was like, oh, it's it's like lunchtime. You, you can, you know, you can go away now and come back and queue up for the thingy. And as they were talking, I was just like sort of leaning to the side and looking at him while he was like having <laughs> his water. And he was looking over and he was just like, uh, yeah, we, just do you want to just do it? Whatever. And I was just like, well, he said yes. <laughs> By the way, I was much younger at this point. And I was like, um, I was walking toward him and I was thinking, what is going to be my question? Because I get like one significant one. It's got to be interesting. And I was like, hmm. Maybe it shouldn't be about Buffy because that's so obvious. I was like, I guess I could. I guess, uh, what else was he's also in the the King Arthur show, right? That was like uh, something he did on BBC for a while. Um, no, Merlin. That's what that's what it's called. And I, and I was like, hmm, okay, I got a great question. I walked up to him and I was like, did you, did you enjoy making the two shows? And he was just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> just completely frozen. Because my sister was there as well. And she was like, oh, it's great to meet you. Like, oh, I thought you were amazing. And they were actually having a conversation. I was just dead. I was like, <laughs> there's something um, unreal about seeing someone exclusively on a screen in a particular time capsule and then seeing them in real life, just being able to interact with you 100%. I was just like, my brain couldn't handle it. I was like, you're yeah. supposed to be on a screen. You're not supposed to be in real life. And then there's a bunch of people watching you, like ask this question, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> walking out. Sorry, go on, go on, go on, go on. This is just one of the latest reviews for the uh, Eternals. 
and uh, this is a rotten review. Uh, two out of five. And they say, Zhao is an undeniably gifted filmmaker, but Eternals does not make effective use of those gifts. And by the end, there is the undeniable sense that she became as tired of the whole thing while making it as viewers will be while watching it. (laughs) Oh, two favorite comic comic book uh, comic con moments was uh hang on right here baby yeah stanley um that's awesome and right before this uh lloyd kaufman i've told the story before right uh lloyd kaufman from trauma who had worked with james gunn uh comes up there is a marching band behind him some weird and it's like three it's like a tuba player a drummer and a trumpet player and they're all and there's like these girls around them and they're like solid fives (laughs) like solid fives in bikinis dancing around and lloyd's all like an old man he's all like in his suit going like it so it's all it's like a surreal scene and fucking stan lee and i are talking at a charity event stan turns around goes get the fuck out of (laughs) here whoa <laughs> stan lee said the f word you know he says the f word like but it was weird at the time uh and then my other favorite moment is when i'm uh carmine infantino who you know drew for for spider woman uh used to be the editor-in-chief at, at uh, dc used to be e- kind of equal to stan lee he was bringing dc around and stuff um <clears throat> did a lot of um revolutionary things that ended up getting him axed but um, he was sitting down with his breathing machine on like his last leg. And I'm like, I've got to meet this guy. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Nobody's fucking talking to Carmine. Like, so I felt like, so I just gave him a bunch of money and like had him draw a spider woman. He didn't even know. He couldn't remember how to draw spider woman. So I had to re- describe spider woman to him. And he's sitting there drawing and we're, we're chatting up and he was a nice guy. And then Stan Lee walks by with his entourage and he's like, fucking egomaniac just needs an entourage wherever he fucking goes (laughs) (laughs) so my favorite moments are when old comic book creators you know just yell at each other it's then about each other it's uh uh, other favorite moments uh the battlestar all the battlestar galactica panels were great all the firefly panel panels all the panels leading up to serenity nathan fillion like knows how to work a crowd like no fucking other human being i've ever seen uh the the last Battlestar panel, the last Buffy panel. I got to see uh, Richard Donner talking about uh, doing Superman 2, the Donner cut of Superman 2, and talking about Christopher Reeves. That was probably my, my favorite panel, my favorite single panel. So much, because uh, I've been to like a gazillion of them. But uh, yeah, uh, Seth the Green, right? Seth Green bumming a cigarette off me and then hiding in my booth because he was hiding from somebody he was like really fucking stoned like you could see the smoke rising from his brain <laughs> um yeah yeah lots of weird hey, what the fuck's he up to nowadays i've heard shits off him but since uh, son of a robot chicken really is robot chicken still going i don't know i don't know I think he's just he makes a career being like Hollywood celebrity. So sometimes you could just be a make a career out of being Hollywood celebrity. You just go to cons, you sign for a hundred bucks, twenty bucks, make enough money. 
start a podcast. They're all starting podcasts now. They they all yeah, they're copying us. <laughs> yeah, and they talk about get each your other. own gig, yeah. motherfuckers. Uh, da, 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 uh, uh, thank you for the super chat. Uh, and that was Brian Luke. Uh, Nathan Robinson for twenty dollars is a long time ago. DC and RK had a beef. RK, um, it was the size of a tangerine. The mistake <laughs> were tangerines. I'm a tangerine. Oh heck, somebody is eating me. Ah, sorry, Nathan. Nathan. <laughs> No more. He is a consumed tangerine. Oh, oh no. For 20 British pounds. Uh, proper money. Proper money. Proper Instead money. of staying angry over the current status of Marvel, I started working on my own fan project, a graphic novel that replaces the Avengers Endgame with the Avengers Infinity Gauntlet. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, I think Endgame has dropped in its popularity over time. I think when people watched it, they loved it, but nowadays more people have been like, eh, it was... Hmm. Mm. Capping of the hammer was cool. Yeah, <laughs> that suspected, was cool. As we suspected, it would. Uh, I mean, how many times did they re they reshot the shit out of that movie? There's entire huge scenes that are missing, like Robert Downey Jr. in his you know Shield uniform, which we have set photos of. So what what do we not know? Uh, Captain Marvel was supposed to be in a bunch more. So thankfully, that didn't happen. Yay! Um, yeah. But oh, speaking up doesn't do anything, folks. Don't worry about it. Just you know, keep stay quiet. Uh, nothing will change. Uh, Ruben Christopher Haynes, Ruben, what's up? For twenty dollars, says hail to Gary as in Mahler. Thank you for keeping everything perspective. Uh, Big media entertainment have no new ideas. Everything is a rehash of the same crap. Nothing but a nothing but to laugh and walk away. Love you all. Toast to you all and toast to you, Ruben. Thank you. Toast. Sean Johnson for 25. It's my 30th later this week. Your 30th birthday. Well, happy birthday early. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys to uh to all of you. Or I wanted to say thank you to all of you for keeping my spirits up and reigniting my passion for good storytelling. I decided to work on a second novel because. That's how we win by creating. Yep. We win I'm, by I'm brushing our teeth. Brush your teeth. That's how you win too. Uh, yeah, yeah. thank you, Sean, and congratulations and happy birthday. And I hope it's uh, the, uh, the best birthday present to yourself is being creative. It absolutely is the most rewarding thing. Uh kind of like uh starting your own business. Having fun as <laughs> <laughs> ASMR toothbrushing, uh, real BBC. He's getting there. He just needs one of them. He needs to lick the ears thing, right? That's what they do on Twitch. Did you floss, Brit? Uh, <laughs> Jacob Hawks for $5. Question for the panel. Minus Mahler since he doesn't know how to read. <laughs> I... <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you illiterate? Time is confusing. What can I say? I know my letters. <laughs> I can read. Yep. Uh, good Nightcrawler stories. Always been my favorite. Uh, well, the best is um, God Loves Man Kills. Uh, there is. Hmm. Good title. Yeah. I can't remember the. 
There's a Nightcrawler miniseries. It's it's decent. It's pretty good. But like all the Nightcrawler stories are within greater X-Men stories, which he is a part of. Uh, but if you're looking for like exclusively Nightcrawler stories, there was no, that wasn't very good. They did a miniseries. Derek Robertson drew it, but the the writing wasn't very good. <laughs> so he said, "I was just spitting on his keyboard." He is spitting it all out my keyboard. Yeah. All right, you ready for the Boba Fett trailer? And we'll, oh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to I'm gonna run for a whiz. Go run for a whiz. I'm gonna run for a whiz, and then we can do Boba Boba Fett. I'm just a simple trailer trying to make my way in the YouTube sphere. <laughs> Gotta get out there, get the views. Get the views. I mean, this show with a Mandalorian or a guy in a Mandalorian costume is gonna be totally different from oh, yeah. the other show in the underworld of Star Wars with a guy in a Mandalorian costume. You know, I can honestly picture someone was like, let's just make the Boba Fett show. And they're like, no, 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 we'll make a brand new character. And it's like, fine. And they did it. And they're like, can we have Boba Fett in it now? And it's like, no, I, fine. And they did it. And it's like, look, people love but Let's just make the Boba Fett show. Fuck's sake. Why do we even bother with Din Djarin? No one cares about him. Uh-uh. No, and somebody put up a, uh, I forgot who it was. Sorry. Somebody put up a, a tweet where John Favreau even says like, after Jango Fett and Boba Fett, we have a new story of a new Mandalorian. So there yeah. was no fucking intention of bringing Boba Fett back. At the, you know. It's so funny to me, like, as if they had two seasons and still no one actually cares. They just want to see Boba Fett. <clears throat> Remember Boba Fett? At least it's more honest now. I don't know. Like, fine. Let's let's do the Boba Fett show. Let's see what they can do with it. Uh, I'm taking becoming the culture to. I'm taking becoming. I'm taking becoming the culture to heart and writing a high fantasy novel series with a friend. Our goal is to show how to do diversity done right. Good. That's space yeah. and goats. Uh, and the best way to do it is to just do it and not really talk about it. I think that's one of the. It's a, that's a first easy step. Uh, For a second there, I thought you were saying the space goats. Was the diversity done right? <laughs> I, was like, I guess so. Maybe it could be. It, you never know. You never know. Uh, this gives me a chance to. Uh, I'm going to keep the remember Boba Fett up. Remember, and it's so weird that they did that so many years ago, and it's now super relevant. I was going to say, I'm assuming you've seen Gary with the comments. Oof. Oh. They're all so encouraged. There's, there's a top comment that's like, finally, Boba Fett gets the justice he deserves. It's like, um, okay. I guess people are still very upset that he died in Return of the Jedi. Um, it's the, I mean, the way he died was lame. I, I hate yeah. it. Oh, fuck. I hate it. I'm like, really? That, like, yeah. Walking out of Re- Return of the Jedi was so conflicting as a, as a adolescent. I was like, mm-hmm. 30. Cause I just wanted to absolutely adore every second of it. But like I, and I was telling myself I did for a long time, but I'm like, no, there was shit that bothered me. The effects were bad in the desert. Uh, Harrison yeah. Ford. There's weird compositing going on there as well. Like with the green screens and stuff. I remember as a kid when, when I saw him fall into the solid pit, I was like, huh? That was yeah. Boba Fett. I just did <laughs> like, what? wait, what? And it's because Lucas like couldn't give a shit about Boba Fett. It was just to sell figures. That's all like I was supposed to do. And he was an awesome fucking figure the action figure was great mm. and the mystique around him was all built up by the fandom 
But uh, sometimes you got to roll with that. You know, it's like, hey, if you make a character and the fandom builds a mystique around it, then like you didn't even have to do the work. Just work with it. Uh, well, and that's, and that's the thing. I think I don't know how hard it would have been for them to pull this off, but to have them work together, the, um, you know, Lando, Han, Luke and Leia to beat Boba Fett in the opening action scene for Return of the Jedi, that could have been pretty fucking awesome, let's be honest. Yep. Like, you know, he wraps up Luke with the thing, but then uh, Chewie, like, hits him with a blaster, and as he's trying to recover from that, Han hits him with a fucking stick or whatever, and it fucks with the jetpack, and just all, just seeing all of them affect him until he dies, proving that teamwork makes the dream work. Yes! I love that idea. Hey, can you guys vamp for, like, two seconds? I have to produce You can, it. indeed. Yeah. Screen. Did you love Boba Fett? What, the trailer or Boba Fett in, in the original trilogy? Both of them, because they're exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh in the original trilogy, he was uh he was really awesome, wasn't he? It's just, just so cool. Yeah. Man. As a kid, you're just like, who's that cool guy with the cool armor that's just looking cool and being cool? And then in Empire's uh, Return of the Jedi. Just who's that cool guy getting eaten by a giant savage? Yeah, who's that cool guy getting made to look like a fucking idiot? <laughs> no! Yeah, yeah, I, I don't... was upset. I was I was upset as a kid that uh, Boba Fett uh, got whacked into the Sarlacc pit, even though he's meant to be a bad guy. Yeah, and I, I, but the thing is, I don't see this a Disney miniseries as like ah, there we are, it's fixed. I was like, well, no, it's done. It's what happened to him in Return of the Jedi is done. That's just done. That's just the way it is. The idea that this show will make it all better is kind of weird. But um, what was his fate in the extended universe? Didn't he get out the Sarlacc? Oh, yeah, he got out. There you go. That's, you know, that's the fans saying, no, we're not having that. (laughs) We're not having that nonsense ending for him. Thank you. Which happens with George Lucas not entirely unusual. Like, you know, because like the whole hard shot first thing is just like, he it's did. this way. And it's like George. It's not that way. And he's like, "No, it is." You're like, "No, it's not." <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, buddy. it's it's hand shot first. He's a, he's did. a scoundrel. I just like the idea that that's how passionate fans are about his work. Where it's just like we refuse to accept that this was the event. This was the uh, this this other thing was the event actually. Yep. But because he did shoot first, that's just the thing. And then George was just like, "I can't have my hero shoot first. And then we're like, no. Well, see, because that that's really no. awkward. It makes you wonder if he understood hard as a character. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> oof. It reminds me of J.J. Abrams, where he has like no clue who hard is. Just like guy who shoots stormtroopers. That's who hard is. And, and does that? Yeah. Which his son somehow remembered well you see as Ky- kylo watched the original trilogy a little vhs box set <laughs> oh my god i'm so glad i watched your video and not the uh film itself yeah you're, you're much better off because when i saw that bit i was i watched it twice i was i was just why why oh. is he doing that you ready yeah, yeah. sure excuse me Let's do this. Rational statements backed up with loud <laughs> Tatooine is a place. Tatooine. I am not a bounty hunter. <laughs> I've heard otherwise. 
I like that Tamura Morrison's got work though. Oh yeah, big time. He's a cool guy. He is. I know that you said Ming, Ming Na Wen is awesome. Employer. Sorry, we're just love we're loving on the <laughs> I would do the actors are lovely in real life. Yeah, they're lovely. Love them. Yeah. The, the, nothing <clears> wrong with the actors, nothing wrong with the costuming, nothing wrong with the sets. Uh, um, casting him as uh, Django has like permeated through all of the clones and Boba. Just, just that actor, and, and it's great because he's got such a presence and a, a great voice. It's, it's really helped out Star Wars, I think, having him attached to all of the mm. extensions of Django sort of thing. It, like there's yeah the artistically uh, uh there's nothing wrong it just it doesn't do anything for me it's like mm -hmm. uh yeah it was just posting atsts atsts <laughs> yeah i know that you sit on the throne did you see the red liquid but that's a woman Jabarul of fear I intend to rule with respect. So I find that rational. a little bit awkward, considering he just walked into Jabba's palace and shot Bib Fortuna <laughs> in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I intend to rule you with respect. <laughs> After I shot the guy in the face. <laughs> I'm going to start now. This, no. I wasn't ruling with respect before, but I'm doing but it. I'm starting from today. <laughs> this moment, okay. This just one there. hiccup. It's fine. One hiccup. You were always captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict? <laughs> well, that, okay. Cooperation can make us all rich. Sounds perfectly reasonable. <laughs> I'm here to make a proposal that's going to be mutually beneficial. And then it's, it's so epic for how normal it is. Like, yeah. I'm setting up my business. Yeah. Why she got um, why she got a couple of bin liners over her tits? Well, it's the fashion at the time. Okay. Or maybe one bin liner that she's, she's wobbled across. Going to hire people. Is that Jessica Beale? No, I don't think so. Um, Not Jessica Biel. I, I, I miss. I'm mean, fucking uh, Flashdance. Who was fucking Flashdance at, actress? Uh, Kaiser Sose. Uh, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. I got her name wrong. So in a chat, let the trailer play. Oh, Stop pausing it. Jennifer Beals. Jennifer Beals. Thank you. Thank you. Jennifer Beam. You guys is, that, is that her? Is that Flashdance? Looks too young. I don't know. Kind of Flash Dance was yeah, like nineteen eighty fucking eight or something. Let's see. Book Let's see. of Boba Fett. Fat. Fat. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Book of Boba Fett. Hey, he looks like he's shifted a few pounds. It does look like he's, uh, you know, done a little training. Uh, Jennifer Beals. Yep, that's Jennifer Beals. That's Flash Dance. Looks good. Yeah, look at She's that. Looking great. You think wow. she'll do a flash dance scene and book a Boba Fett? That make me want to watch do it. Well, maybe she's doing the trash because she's got a fucking bin line around her tits. Trash dance. Trash dance. Oh. <laughs> I 
I'm Everybody like, got a foot loose. Yeah, you you guys have paused like three times, and there's already someone in the chat being like, "Stop pausing!" I'm like, "Oh, they'd never survive if they watched yeah, a different you show." Yeah, you want to see darling? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go back a little bit though. Right, so, I want to make a business proposal. We got to hear more epic lines from Mister Boba. Everybody will get equal shares, and you'll get full benefits, <laughs> including television. <laughs> Bah. And Temple of Gamorrean Garth at the back. Sexy well, Gamorrean you know? Yeah. Nice. Four weeks paid vacation. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you all like a refreshment? <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to validate your parking. <laughs> I'm going to sleep <laughs> now. <laughs> 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 Oh, I wouldn't want a blowjob off one of them. Oh. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? Wait a minute. Wait That's a minute. Finished. Makes me think this is all from one episode, by the way. Yes, the first, the first episode. episode. Yeah. yeah, they often do that. Yeah, that was Steve One, the new ship. Uh, Steve One. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Well, they, we need that scene where they're like, "Hey, Boba, what's the name of your ship?" And he goes, "Boba Fett's ship." Boba Fett's <laughs> starship. That's the oh. name of it. <laughs> Yeah. Do you I, like I, that that little weapon? By the way, it's got that little little electric going. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like they. they got, it doesn't seem to have any serrated guards. edges at all. I like how they got the big guards around here, and then they focus on the five foot four body positivity guard. That's just the one thing I'm not. <laughs> it's so Disney to do that, and Doctor Who does the same thing now. All security guards are just, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Probably one. <laughs> Had spoken. Easier to kill, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they can't run very fast. He had far. spoken such insolence to Java. He'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please speak freely. <laughs> Boba Fett is chill with criticism. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like he's not being like ominous he's like no you can actually speak freely you don't have to have the uh, ominous music i'm here i come in peace <laughs> he pauses the soundtrack like stop stop why are you doing that yeah why are you making those noises characters start the small business <laughs> no need for all those loud noises i'm speaking very calm and rationally about this proposal <laughs> this is very overdramatic for what i'm trying to get across to these gentlemen <laughs> Oh my god, I was laughing while I was watching this. Like, what? <laughs> None of this shit sounds ominous at all. Uh seen a scene of him I... flushing his toilet and it's like dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the after scene after all that. Just hear <laughs> and then Boba Fett coming out with a towel like <laughs> There we go. The plumbing works. Yeah. <laughs> ah, December. <laughs> uh. I, I, I don't know what else to say about that, Rick. Yeah. 
<laughs> Do you remember Boba Fett? <laughs> Gotta give it up for Boba Fett. I do. I do remember Boba Fett. Give it up for the man and the man, the lion, ladies and gentlemen. Boba Fett. Remember Boba Fett? Boba Fett. He's coming back. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. But I remember him. I remember his costume. He's got a backpack and he flies. He fell into the side pit monster, but he's yeah. so cool and mysterious. He wears masks. He got out of the Starlight pit monster. Starlight pit monster. It's just so good. He's so cool and mysterious, and he's got a mask. <laughs> he has a backpack, and he flies. You can almost make a song out of that. Like, <laughs> that was so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I like the Red Letter Media. Um, as long as there's some cool hot toys to buy, I don't give a shit about the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Most of you guys are going to watch it, or are you not? Uh, I, might let, I might forget to watch it. And then see what people say of the first episode. Um, I feel like, like EFAP fans will be upset if we don't watch it over there because we've been after the Mandalorian coverage. They're like more. Well, I more think you should watch it. Why. Then you can tell me what it's like. That's not fair. I have to watch Doctor Who this year as well. I still I haven't seen the first Doctor episode. Who as well, but I will be. Um. Uh. It probably won't be as big, but Peacemaker is streaming pretty much around the same time. That's going to be my priority. Is Peacemaker? Peacemaker? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be giving that a good good show. Uh, the, you know, I, I hope that's going to be good. James Gunn's involved, from what I know, right? So like, yeah. um, oh, oh, dude, did you see the trailer? I didn't find the trailer very Fucking good. Fucking terrible. That really worries me as well, as because oh. like if they put the best jokes in the trailer, sort of thing, it's like, oh geez, that uh, trailer was dreadful. I watched that, I was like, oh, I'm not watching this. Oh god, no. I'm still gonna give it a chance. I just hope it's a bad trailer. Oh, yeah. you saw yours. You can tell me about it. I ain't fucking touching that after that trailer. Well, oh no. Comes to Star Wars, um, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I care. Like, I, I, I don't want to close out my, I mean, because, like, people want me to review stuff, too. But it's like, ah, uh, like, I, I I almost feel disloyal to, to, to Gina even covering, because even covering it, even if I'm, sh like, I don't want to, like, chances are I'll, I'll watch it and I'll do the same thing I did with The Mandalorian. I'm like, eh, it's all right. You know, it's like, like, it's not very good, but it's not, like shitty star wars where they're preaching to you i i have no idea like how intersectional i imagine Bo book of boba fett would be probably pretty intersectional if it's some female gamorian gods a oh little no bow on them. They'll look, but they'll look exactly like the male ones you just the, they're identical like so, so those those two were, that were behind them they were actually both female gamorian gods i don't even want to like buy action figures like i don't want to buy their stuff i'd like oh yeah don't say that because i i just love i love the figures i love the one in sixes that's you could you could love them i just you're I, allowed to love the best i've okay. got no it's just me it's like <laughs> i've got no feeling towards star wars anymore like they can have it they can do what they want like we're it's done it's cooked they're not like 
uh, I don't think any, I don't think Kathleen's Kennedy's going anywhere. I think it's going to be the same shit that you're seeing for the next three years. They're going to muck around and they're going to do this, uh, grand Admiral Thrawn fucking Ahsoka series and make this whole like mini, uh, trilogy basically, but expand it through D plus shows. And that's all they're going to do. And as far as moving star star Wars forward with films, I don't even think that's a, that, it, no, I know it's not their priority right now. Yeah. The priority is Disney plus. They, have, they haven't talked about a film series or have you heard a star Wars trilogy being announced? There's a tonic, uh, I almost said tonic coats. I know. <laughs> we, li- we are living what we predicted would happen in the, the sequel trilogy yep. just fucking killed the star Wars film franchise sort of production line. Yes. The mythos of it. Now, so now it's truly just product. Yeah. We're going to use it as product. Probably what they should have done from the beginning. And it's that that mythos still would have been there. But they killed the mythos, just like Doctor Who killed the mythos, just like Star Star Trek has killed their mythos. And now, now you're seeing them retreat back to producing classic stuff because that's the only thing they can make money off of now, by the way. Well, um, the BBC have technically lost creative control. Yeah, when they signed uh, Russell T. Davies... <clears throat> But uh, they still they they can still control the merch and other stuff, and international they get international rights. But Russell T Davies bent them over. He said, "No, my production company has creative say over Doctor Who." I was looking for him. I I was trying to find a quote where he said that I am going to respect the timeless children. I I saw a couple things where he insinuated that what Chris and Jody had done was fantastic. But that could be producer speak. Uh, it's got to be. But the bottom, yeah. They, they if they don't uh, retcon the timeless children, uh, doesn't matter. If David Tennant comes back. Doesn't matter. What uh, do you? Because there's there's degrees, right? They could they could accept it and build on it, which would be the worst. They could um, completely decanonize it and say it was all nightmare fuel and nothing real. But what what would your reaction be if they just don't ever acknowledge it? Not good enough. Not good enough. They have to. They have to get rid of it. William yeah. Hartnell has got to be reinstated as number one, the first Doctor, where it all began. Fuck! Fuck this dead. You know this whole fucking dead. Uh, this this whole thing is dead. Look at Doctor Who. It's dead now. It's it's gone. Nobody fucking gave a shit. Gives a shit. Yeah. Those ratings were the lowest season premiere ratings of New Who. Yeah. Overnight. Like, uh, that's pathetically bad. Uh, They have the built-in excuse, it was Halloween. Well, then don't air it on Halloween. No, no, that's, no, no. In the UK, that's not an excuse. We don't do Halloween like American does Halloween at all. Yeah. Uh, Halloween would be an advantage. To have it on Halloween on a Sunday is an advantage. And to be fair, most of, like, British Halloween is as a result of British people watching American media and being like, Halloween's cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, essentially. Yeah, we really but, like uh, getting costumes and and run the kids running the kids around trick or treating is fucking awesome. Okay, that's just it's one of the greatest things. Halloween, it's fucking, it's fucking great. I love it. We had we had we had a whole street in our in our neighborhood that did Harry Potter, just Harry Potter theme. Fucking like the whole neighborhood got into it. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that I like. Uh, but all right, I mean, well, 
we saw in the sequel trilogy, we've had times where creators will literally retcon each other at, at the level of hundreds of billions of dollars. So hopefully Russell does just give us a couple throwaway lines. That's all oh. we need. The, the, here's the trouble, though, and this is what we've all been trying to warn about. This isn't a simple recon. It was done for ideological reasons. Yeah. It wasn't done for creative reasons. So you're not just retconning a, somebody's creation and worried about like just pissing off one producer or the people who worked on the show. You're talking about pissing off an ideology. So you risk pissing off the alphabet community for some reason. Why? I don't know. It doesn't matter because when you when you play that hard in identity politics and you go that far into it, you better make some money off it because <laughs> you're locked in that position. You are fucking locked because now if they back out, they're backing out on all of it. And it's going to look like because they built up that whole narrative that the alt-right exists because there was alt-right Doctor Who fans, right? Because like all of us alt-right people really love Doctor Who. Uh, except for, you know, Captain Jack moments. We had to, I guess, ignore all that, although he was our favorite character. See, it's, you see how ridiculous it is? But now they can't go back on it because it's all perception and optics. And people, I know people, rational people would go, of course they could go back on it. Why wouldn't they go back on it? No, 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 no. It would be a crime against their religion to go back on it. It would be a crime mm -hmm. against the cult. Uh, that's why when you go that hard, I mean, you're done. You just fucking cook your show. Yeah. What a it's, fucking shame! Yeah, yeah. So, but so I, yeah, but it's happened to Star Trek. It's happened to Doctor Who. Uh, it's happened to Star Wars with the sequel trilogy. And look at Eternals. Eternals, you have ten characters as diverse as they could come, and it's not worked for critics because you have sacrificed story um, for ideology, and and as soon as you do that, it's over. It's fucking over, and and I agree with you guys. I'm just surprised that it actually no, there was a limit for them. And and listen, RTD <laughs> is the guy. He is the one guy who could go against the cult. He's gay man. He's a gay mm -hmm. man who who created this. He's trying to save his legacy. So I fully support him for going against the cult. I would never ask him to go against his values or his ideals. Mine wouldn't inter Mine wouldn't disagree with this. Live and let live. Free speech. Free expression. I just think the doctor, a singular character in one show, is a male character. You could bring back Captain Jack, one of the most popular gay characters in television history. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Oh, but we can't bring him back because, you know what? He, he No, you know who could bring him back? Russell T. Davis. Russell T. Davis could yeah. bring him back. And I would. I would. I would. I would. Uh, for lack of a better description, whip out my dick and pull yeah. and yeah. bring Captain Jack back. <laughs> Uh, it's a little, little close to home there, Gary. Sorry, I'm too soon, but a uh, little, little close to home. Yeah. I can, guys, you already know what's happened. It, Russell C. Davies and David Tennant have had a phone call about all of this already. Like, what's how are we saving this shit? Yeah. <laughs> David Tennant's probably like, I'm this available if you want to, you know, take advantage of that in any way you want. Because, oh, it's like a panic button the BBC have, have hit for uh, Doctor Who. It is. It is. You're absolutely correct. And if they were smart, if Chris Chibnall were smart, but we're dealing with egos here, you would understand that he fucked up and there's a way he could fix it. There's a way he could part. He can take part in the fixing of Doctor Who that he fucked up and allowed Flux to be an opening for the retcon. And that way people wouldn't be as hard on him. You, you would actually go out with something positive, Chris Chibnall. There was a moment 
in in the opening episode a brief moment where it felt like Doctor Who first time since I've watched the show, and it was that Claire scene, that little Claire. Yeah, scene. yeah, yeah, the yeah the little Claire scene. Yeah, that was um, yeah with the Weeping Angels. I'm like, what? Yeah. It kind of like yeah. He just it, they were just felt they just felt a little bit of Docky Who going on and took you this fucking long. To, to, uh, to hear the doctors, and you know, uh, by the way, I've watched uh, all of Star Trek Discovery. I've never, it's never once felt like Star Trek, not once. No, um, no, it's it. I mean, no, no, and and uh, listen, the, the, like, and the worst, you know, the worst thing about Discovery is it, is it knows it's shit and it knows it's breaking all of the <clears throat> kind of like Star Trek art, um, iconography. And it, even to the point of last season where Saru, who was the captain, uh, once again, Burnham didn't listen to his orders, disobeyed him, went off and did what she wanted because she's a selfish cunt, uh, said, right, you're being relieved from your second in command. You're being relieved as, as commander of Discovery. And she turns around and she goes, you're right to do this. As if she needed it. Fucking, you know, as if he needed her permission to, to fucking batten her down from commander. And then, from there on in, though, from every episode forward, she was still the commander. If not in name, she went to all the fucking meetings with them. She's talked instead of Saru all the fucking time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just fucking... I hope Discovery Season 4 starts off and Discovery just goes like, meh, meh, out of the dock. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> just blows up the end. <laughs> I love the it's theme. A very short season this season, folks. But there we go. Yep. I I heard this season is shorter. Uh, just like the Doctor Who season is shorter. Oh. I mean, how big oh, this of is eight episodes, isn't it? This one. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and like Jody didn't even get a full fucking third season. She's okay. basically doing two and a half seasons. Her seasons were shortened. She was put on a better day. Well, I don't better know. Day. What, mm -hmm. Is Sunday night a better viewing day than Saturday? Yes. Because Saturday yeah. night's the night where everyone goes out. You go to the pub, you socialize. Yeah, same so here. Saturday, Saturday night viewing is is uh, a bit of bit of death, really. It's uh, but yeah. that's where Chibnall, uh, not Chib, sorry, uh, Capaldi and others had theirs. But Jody was given the Sunday slot, yep, which is a much better slot because people are not going out because they have work. The next day you know most people who do nine to five jobs etc uh so sunday gets uh, a better it's a much better viewing much better rated slot to be on yep and she couldn't be she couldn't beat capaldi's she couldn't beat capaldi capaldi pretty much beat her almost all the time on the extended stuff because she wasn't popular people didn't like her and you tried to force it on people and then and then the channels who were all about doctor who all the time uh, couldn't handle the truth, couldn't speak the truth to you. And then their channel stopped growing. And then they started going after us uh, because we were speaking the truth. Yeah. That's a one to one with Star Wars. It's one of the same thing that happened. All the channels yeah. are like, yeah, we love TLJ, right? It's like, we don't. It's like, oh, shit. The Boba Fett series uh, poster has dropped. <clears throat> mm. I've, I've linked it down below. The plumbing works. <laughs> 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 
I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Who's working on this show, by the way? It's, it's, is it, is Favreau directly involved or is he just an EP? Uh, I don't even know if he's an EP. He might just be a producer. Oh, he will be an executive producer, I guess. But I don't, I don't think he's directing it. I've seen, I've seen it said like the Filoni and Favreau, as long as they get involved, then we'll be okay. And I'm just like, all right, if you say so. I don't think so. <laughs> Flat out, don't think don't so. Know, I don't know about Filoni. He's a fucking snake. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Well, he did episode I, six. I, Robert, so. This is to make up for the 19 pages that we gave you. Yep. I mean, it's, that's a great purchase, right? It's like, I'll I'll make an episode out of your scriptless thing if you give me a whole season of Boba Fett to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, WG uh, gave us a $100 Super Chat, WG! Oh my God, I still got to respond to your email. Dude, time is... I, I haven't updated my website. I haven't done anything. I've been just kind of... I went on a date with my wife. Uh, Yay! And it was fun. We got to see Danny Elfman uh, perform uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas live with the conductor, with the guy who actually conducted the actual soundtrack. A lot of the musicians were the actual musicians who worked on the movie. The voice actors were largely the voice actors who worked on the movie. And then um, (laughs) then Billie Eilish comes out. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was there. She sang the Sally songs. And there was like a group of just um, super uh, Billy Eilish fans. Oh. <laughs> there, it was super, super get, gay, super Billy Eilish, Eilish fans. <laughs> super gay, super gay fans for Billy Eilish. Uh, it was. I had a good time though. Uh, then he played Dead Man's Party with Steve Bartek, the guitar guitar player from Oingo Boingo. At the end, it was fucking awesome. It was a good time. It was, you know what the best part about it was just being in an amphitheater full of fucking people having a good time. Yeah. Mm, I bet that was good, actually. Yeah. Really fucking good. Uh, had to go through a lot <laughs> to get there, but it was worth it now. But I don't want to pay $300 again for a rapid test. That was fucking stupid. It's uh, weird because go on, go on. Uh, hail BBC panel. Sad to see Az brushing his teeth with a manual toothbrush. Here's a donation so he can get an Oral B Braun electric toothbrush like the rest of Britain, mainland Europe, North America, most of Asia, large swaths of South America and Africa. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to know? I I have one. Thank you. (laughs) I do actually have one. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's uh, it's it's not charged at the moment. It's not charged. So, are never mind. I had a joke in there. I was just gonna, I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, my dildo, yeah, my dildo is is charged. Is charging up instead of it right now. It I only charge my phone and my dildo at the same time. I can't charge. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta choose. Uh, gotta make some choices. Uh, no, Zaku boy for. $50. Thank you. Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping no. Tom. Right. Who sees into the hearts of men and the undergarments of women? Peeping Ooh. Tom. This week, Tom must quiet a feminist menace with a sonic shriek. Is Tom's stern male gaze enough 
to tame the shrill. Oh, the shrill. Ooh, I feel like it's going to be a tough battle. Dude, this book is being written <laughs> through super chats over oh, time. No, dude. Dude. Speaking of peeping Tom, dude. Oh, no more peeping Tom. Yeah, baby. Peeping Tom, no more. Oh my god, that's that's an epic issue. That's an epic issue. That one, holy cow! It's one of the the harsher arcs where it gets really raw, and he just thinks about you know whether or not this is the life for him. Yeah, it's it it was a. A heart, heart, uh, breaking uh, read, but you know, it's one of the oh. best comics of all time. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the greats. Oh, <laughs> not showing that uh, one off. Uh, Agent Zero for five dollars says, "Peeping Tom needs a sidekick, possibly the heavy breather or the flasher." <laughs> the flasher, <laughs> like. uh, they could come from all prev, the all prev squadron. <laughs> yeah, I think it's meant to be the old prev perf, squadron. Perf. The all perv squadron. I like it. The heavy breather. No, no, it should be it should be mouth breather and then uh oh, the mouth breather. Mm. Mouth breather and the flasher. His powers to like breathe heavily. You can have the whole room or something. And the flasher still flashes, he's just really fast. <laughs> he's really fast. <laughs> I, I did I didn't I didn't see anything. <laughs> I love announcing all this. So I was just like, I'm the cuck. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> the cuck would be a great one. <laughs> would you like to sleep with my wife? It's just peeping Tom's like brother. <laughs> the cuck. <laughs> uh, the cuck and his wife. It could be something like a like a big barda kind of thing. You know, it's like oh, uh, like she's this giant bohemian that would kill you. <laughs> <laughs> his name is like Carter a cold or something yeah like... uh... <laughs> pegging Carter oh yes oh. the pegger oh the pegger that's a good one <laughs> that's I just have a bad <laughs> image in my mind for that one just bring oh. some female representation into the group and call it the pegger Who's the villain of this like story? Who's the villainous character? What would they be? Censorship. <laughs> Captain Censorship. Uh Brandon. Uh let's go. Yeah, I think Brandon. Oh, you know what? Whoever the villain is, their hideout would be on the censorship. Like it would just the be the censorship. How many big titties are there on the censorship, peeping Tom? I cannot say. They have lined the walls with lead. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever you get onto the censorship, there's certain words you can't say anymore. It's like a spell. <laughs> oh, look. Do you recognize this character from the movie that just came out? Whoa. It's Chang Chips. <laughs> yeah. Looks exactly like he did in the. Have you seen that they've turned, they've got rid of Danny Rand now? Uh, yeah. Oh, and Iron Fist is an Asian, written by an Asian, drawn by an Asian, because Marvel love themselves some segregation. They do. And Iron Fist will 
be canceled. Yeah, be canceled very soon. Uh, Why'd you just make a new character? Um, because how? They're why really make a new character when you can take away a character? Can you imagine how much worse it probably would be if they made their own in terms of just how bad they would be? Remember fucking what was it called? Safe space and snowflake or whatever. <laughs> oh, um, apparently in the in the Blade comic that uh, Kibble Smith is writing, he put one of the team members in. He put um, B negative into his Blade book because B negative's a, uh, a vampire. Yeah, he's also a beta. <laughs> um, uh oh. What's going on here? Whoa! Some man titty. Going on here, man. This is uh, '80s cap stuff. Uh, so when everybody was reading the X Men. All right, so yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, that trailer was. Um, yeah, There's pretty- nothing intrinsically wrong with the trailer. It's just the the music was OTT based off what was actually happening. In the trailer, it's gonna be a show of him doing cool things. That's mainly the idea. I, I'm curious how they could fuck it up, you know? Like, they, they should be able to walk this one in. Just, yeah, Boba Fett shoots people and rules tattooing. There you go. Everyone's happy. Well, I mean, okay, when are they gonna insert the cute thing? All right, because you know they're gonna. There, there's gonna be an equal to Baby Yoda. There's, there, there has to be. Uh, well, it's pretty damn cute, if you ask me. Hey, Java had a had a, like a grandkid or whatever in uh, Java. The, ja- the, Java the coffee. <laughs> in, no in, way, like for one, this should be like the closest thing to rated R content Disney should be doing. Same thing. Well, that's what the Mandalorian. PG thirteen is as placid as it gets. No blood. No nothing. Yep. Baby rancor. <laughs> a baby so- rancor. Oh, there's a one in. Is it 10? There's one in 10 Rancor that you can support, you can back if you want to on uh, Haslabs. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it feels like this show is just, it only exists because they don't know what else to do. It's probably the safest choice for them right now. Yeah. What they need, they tried to take a risk and they, they did it in the laziest way. So they got the, I mean, that's what happens when you, when you take a lazy, lazy risk by let's just, uh, Let's just put some round-headed guy and some uh, other guy in charge and let them do what they want. And one guy is known for just copying shit, and, you know, that's about it. And the other guy is known for trying to piss off half his audience. And <laughs> they got exactly what they paid for. A match made in heaven. <laughs> yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, the yeah. Ruben. Nice. Is that the So-So Toys one? It is the... But uh, does that have the, the change of portrait? It... Uh, you mean this? Uh, the head? Yes, so you yeah. have... Yeah, that's the So-So Toys one, yeah. So I got I got you one. <gasps> nice! I got a good price on these, and like... Uh, you know, I reviewed Titans, and the only thing I liked about it was the Robin costume. Uh, so yeah. I thought, yeah, well, it's a good Robin costume. There's so few Robins out there that uh, don't I suck cock. That don't, 
Yeah. That, that does. Fuck Batman. That's the one who said fuck Literally. Batman. <laughs> that the is one. the one that, yeah, that is Dick Grayson that said fuck Batman, yeah. And uh, that was an Akiva Goldsmith line right there, who's writing for... Uh, Star Trek! Or has been, anyway. Yeah, so there, yeah, there's the box. Uh, wow, thank you, Papa Bear. Yeah. I got another one here. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Character. That got ruined in Captain Marvel. Oh. Oh! Ow. No, wait. I do, oh, I didn't watch Captain Marvel, thank God. Oh, oh I don't even have to guess. Ronin. Ronin? Yeah. Oh, you can get... Uh, there's a third party that's doing a Ronin figure, Gary. Yeah, I know. I got it. It looks fucking great. Here it is. Oh! Nice! There it is. Nice! Oh, yeah. It looks really fucking good. Hell yeah. Oh, I got to pick. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just don't watch Captain Marvel. He was With great the, in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was fucking. It's that line in Captain Marvel where he's like, one day we will return for the woman. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> what? They really like took his balls and just chopped him right off. Uh, yeah, man, it's really really noticeable difference in writing for him as a character because in, in guardians in his opening he just crushes someone's head with his hammer yeah dude uh i think there's a hammer in here too yeah there should be a hammer oh yeah this is very third party though like oh yeah you can tell by the packaging or whatever it's extremely third party it is like yeah we got the design on these and yeah there's hey, but you gotta be you gotta be grateful because if it wasn't for these people, oh. we'd never have these figures. I wanted and dude, it's metal. Or it feels metal. At least feels that way. Yeah, it's metal. Nice. Ah. Boom. Yeah. Boom. This thing's fucking awesome. So there you go. Little uh that completes my guardians collection because I've got them, got them all. Gotta get them all. Yep. Oh, oh damn, we did the whole Boba Fett thing and I didn't show my um Yeah, show your Boba Fett. My Death Guard Mandalorian which arrived this week. Hey. Look at that boy. Looking pretty dope. Look at that backpack as well, man. It's a pretty dope backpack. The amount of sort of toys that design sold, you know. Oh, oh I know. It's just the helmet. It's the helmet. That's what's done it. The helmet alone has just uh, sold a truckload. And I should, shouldn't really show these off because I'm going to be showing these off on tomorrow. But of course, while we're still on the uh, Mandalorian, it's arrived as well. Shore Trooper Commander arrived as well. Awesome. Check C. Check C. Hey, check C, number one. I won't. There we go. There. She's your wave. There we go. Nice. So. Oh. 
Oh, I've got yeah. Let's look at some. Uh, let's look at some fucking Rotten Tomatoes shit, shall we? Yeah, and then I'll break out another. I got some other ones. Smaller your toys. I I haven't gotten either of mine yet. I'm gonna get them halfway through next year. I think the King yeah, Shark and Iron Man. Yeah. What yeah. was the second one? The second one was the Iron Man from Far From Home. It's like zombified. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's I'm gonna want. Um, do they do? Have they got a Predator one? I wouldn't mind a Predator one and yeah, a Terminator they one. They do have both Terminator and Predator. Both, they're both really good. Uh, Predator, you just gotta. It's. It, I mean, there's so many. You gotta kind of search through and find the one you like. One you want. The one you want. All right. Um, let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. It is. It is officially rotten. By the way, Eternals. Is oh yes. Uh, which what is a. Funny. What percentage is that now? 57. 57. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it harder for you to get out of the rotten territory. Oh, yeah. Well, apparently, oh. when it was on 60%, it was actually on 59 point something, but they're rounding up. Uh, so it only needed like one more rotten to send it back down to rotten. Well, Disney can create a few more just random fucking websites to have oh, sure. and then do multiple reviews and try to fix this. Have you guys but seen like all the viral tweets about how like, oh, how convenient the, the one about all the like with such a diverse cast, the one that's hated. And I was just like, these are your people. We haven't even yeah. gotten to, like yeah. the audience's score yet. These are all the critic people. These are we your guys. This is, these are your <laughs> shit army. responsible for this. Yeah, we haven't started our fun yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait for us to see it. Then you'll see what's fucking wrong. You, you just wait what we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to have it in 20%. Yet. I haven't yeah. even seen the movie. I, was, I just did a video of other people talking about the movie. I haven't talked about the movie yeah. yet. Wait till I fucking get there and Mahler gets there and Az gets there. Oh, I can't wait. I can't. I'm actually. This has actually made me more interested in the movie than anything. Oh, when my friend told me, "Be ready. This is like Captain Marvel too, except this one's really bad and it'll be indefensible." Uh, yeah, the critics hate it. Jeez. Yeah, I, I think. The, I mean, obviously they have their limits, so that tells you how bad this thing is. We could go with the approach of critics often don't like what we like. I don't think it's the case here. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. think I'm going on a limb by saying that. I think this is a horrific movie. Um, and it's horrific because they got the wrong director and, and they got the wrong director. And it's not, listen, Chloe Xiao can do her Chloe Xiao movies, right? And they can probably be good. I can't say I've watched part of Nomad Land and I didn't find it very good, but a lot of people did. That's fine. But like superhero movies are a completely different thing. And they cast her as director. They didn't hire her as director. They cast her. There's a huge difference. They hired her so they can go look at this director that we hired. A female of color. An Asian director. Oscar winning. Oscar winning. Oh, yeah. They let everyone know about that when that happened. She's on our payroll. How about that? Yeah. Mm. It's called casting. So, 57%. Oh, 57%. Oh, it's 152. That's a lot of reviews. 152. Oh, it did change. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does. Uh, Eternal suffers from bland lead characters, and the villains are very lackluster. 
says the that's uh, uh, John uh, from the Nerd Reactor, Nagayan, Nagin. The villains are just like the monsters, right? Or is there an actual like villain with the talks in this? I don't even know. Um. Well, I think the, the, the deviants can. Some of the deviants can talk. Yep. But oh. uh, it's all. I, I think they're all CGI. I like that you got a fresh one there that just says Eternals this is a strange film. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Both with the context and its own. But in the look-alike, sound-alike, and corporately synergistic MCU, perhaps that's not such a bad thing. Wow, what a compliment. Wow. Uh, Zhao is undeniably gifted filmmaker, but, but Eternals does not make effective use of those gifts. By the end, there is an undeniable sense that she became as tired of the whole thing while making it as the viewers will be while watching it. That is not that is like nice. the first time I've heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's scathing, man. That is a great. One. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The critic field isn't actually dead. That they can actually share their own perspective. I didn't even think this was possible. I think maybe they just waited for a couple of big ones to say this is actually pretty boring. And then they were just like, quick, just get in, go in now, go, go, go. Everyone, if we do it together, they won't fire <laughs> yeah. all of us. <laughs> yeah, they can't get rid of all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> what were, I don't know, a bunch of us saying before this year, this is going to be Marvel's worst year. These are going to be the worst movies, mm-hmm. the worst TV shows, because they, they went woke. They went full on woke. They bought in. They drank the Kool-Aid. They have joined the cult. Kevin Feige went. To Bohemian Grove, and he mock sacrificed a child to Moloch. That's where we're at right now. Okay. That, by the way, that's just a joke. Just a <laughs> joke. I would never be serious joke. about this. Like not that. a joke. Um, Destroy the child. Destroy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here we are. We're at the end. And Sony, uh, by the way, the, the two best superhero movies I've seen this year are the Snyder Cut and the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad was uh, a lot of fun. I liked it. That's a D, both DC. Uh, although I didn't love or even like uh, Venom versus Carnage, at least it tried to be fun. Uh, and I think uh, the Morbius trailer looked good. I liked it. I, I, I'm far more interested. And then, of course, No Way Home is going to destroy. It's going to destroy all the fucking narratives, dude. It's going to make a billion dollars easy. Yes. I... I, I really really believe no way home is gonna smash a billion yep and everyone's yeah. gonna be like ah oh, yeah and all those other movies like shang chi by the way which is shang chi's like did that fix how, how did it do in terms of making this money back so it's not like it did great right it's, at best uh it probably made about 50 million at best yeah yeah, and we'll see how many it's it's hitting Disney Plus now. Uh it certainly did better than I thought it would do. Uh but it's still it didn't do that great. They had to move a lot of goalposts. A lot of people were just rooting for the film because we didn't like it. I don't know. I it, like Marvel stands or Marvel stands. Uh but it didn't it wasn't a successful film compared to all of the rest of the MCU. If you look at it uh objectively and look at stuff as far as uh, adjusted for inflation, it's mm. it's towards the bottom of the list. Yeah, Black Widow uh, lost money apparently. So there you go. 
Uh, and that lost money. And Black Definitely. Widow was was bad, like was bad. Shang Chi was bad, uh, but not as bad as Black Widow. Uh, but this is going to be the worst, I think. And I think that you're right. I think the critics just like said, "Okay, we covered for two of them. We're not going to do this anymore." We what um, what do you guys reckon? Uh, Eternals will pull in in the first like forty days or whatever. Oh, ooh, uh... are we sitting on that currently? They just uh, here. They just brought down their projections. Oh, oh, sorry. Hold on. I, I sorry. Well, I just want to adjust. Mm-hmm. I just want to adjust to my Chong Chi. <laughs> made yeah. at best fifty million. Probably didn't make any money at all. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Probably yeah. lost. Probably lost a few bob by the look. Worldwide, <laughs> four hundred and seventeen mil. That's it's, all. That's that was his total. That's his that's, grand that's total. what it. Yeah, that's that's. That's that. So she wrote. Wow. Uh, 200 mil way, budget. Might be considered a flop from Marvel Studios when they look at that numbers wise. Like, it, not quite a flop as, as significant as other things, but that it's not what they want, surely. No, they, they make these movies to make hundreds of millions profit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they, they, uh, but there's a, there's actually a legitimate chance that Shang-Chi didn't make anything. Uh, yeah, which would be bad news for them. It would, but like it's it, it's in. I, I love it when people like, hey, Disney said it was a success. Oh, the the company. Uh, so you're going to take what the company said at face value. Okay, that's 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 cute. The company um, that made it, <laughs> Ant Man and Wasp, which is you know we were Marvel reached its peak with Endgame. Uh, for briefly, it was the highest grossing film of all time without being adjusted for inflation, two and a half billion dollars. But Ant-Man and the Wasp preceded Infinity War. It made $622.7 million worldwide, and that was considered very tepid. Yeah, um, and to be fair, you know that they would have released every Marvel film ever between Infinity War and Endgame if they could have. <laughs> That's like they were desperately using those two movies to prop up everything between oh, it. And what they're comparing it against is Captain Marvel, which made $1.128 billion. Yeah. Mm. So all your excuses uh, are lost, and and until unless you're going to use the same one that everyone else was, which is an actual fact that it was in between two of the biggest sequels of all time, that that factored into that movie, uh, and it would have probably helped ed- any movie. Yeah, but um, now you're going to have these movies on their own with no big thing to lead up to. Apparently, Eternals sets it up, and unless you show like fucking Galactus at the end. I, I don't know what you're setting up. I already know. What no, they, we yeah we know what they're showing. It's and yeah, it ain't Galactus. A pop star in a dress. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's it's, it's, it's yeah. Marvel has gradually become more Disney, and it is now just fucking Disney. It's not Marvel anymore. I can't even call it Disney Marvel. It's just Disney. Mm-hmm. And Disney princesses running around. Uh, what a shame. So uh, here we go. Uh, there are so many flickers of fabulous texture and life struggling villainly, valiantly to go out. That is that makes generals uh, that makes the general inertia uh, and frustrating flatness even more painful. Okay, so you didn't like it. <laughs> too many characters, too little plot. Too many flashbacks, too uh, not enough action, 
and too much conversation, says Grant Watson of Fiction Machine. Uh, one of too, the too least conversation, too much conversation. Uh, <laughs> are they sitting around and talking about their feelings? Oh, I, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> talking about their fucking feelings. I hear the film is just riddled with exposition. Yeah. Which, by the way, we get blamed for that. There's people out there who are like, oh, they're trying to cover up for plot holes because these guys just talk about plot. No, like, but I think a lot of the exposition is building the... Because there's 10 fucking characters. Well, there's that. And the fact that, you know, where the fuck have they been? Yeah, so you've got 10 that. characters plus plot mm-hmm. plus Marvel spectacle. Yeah, I mean, the Avengers had movies to build up their other characters before they even put them in Avengers. Because of all of that, it's like you got to make fuck. Because if it was like Phase One, it probably would have been much easier because you don't have to account for everything else. But then it wouldn't make any sense because I don't even want to. Oh god, this poor movie—it's just this this dying animal on the road. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's but it's fenced off so nobody can go help it. <laughs> no, it's, just, yep. it's, it's and the fences don't come down until what the fifth of November, whatever it is. <laughs> we all have to look at it with a telescope. Like what, <laughs> what's going on over there? There's loads of blood. <laughs> I'm still on the road. I'm still alive. But I've lost a lot of blood. It's like the race has started. And it's just this dead animal. <laughs> <laughs> All the other Marvel movies are in their cars. The jockey's jockey's trying to whip it. Come on. Do something. Molly, you're getting soft, aren't you? I feel sorry for it in a sense. It's just like, what a shitty movie. They did it to themselves. They did. You're right. You're absolutely right. They did it to themselves. They deserve no... They deserve no sympathy. This is hubris, sir. Hubris. I agree, sir. In the end, The Eternals is a fine movie, and sometimes significantly more than that. That is fired oh. in exposition and predictability or unpredictable franchise informing plotting. So uh, exposition. Uh, Zhao has gratitude has graduated from delicate artisan indies to overprocessed soul challenged <laughs> assembly line Hollywood junk in record time. Wow. That like is that uh, impressive. Did it change over? It did change over. It's weird. Why does it do it for this one and not for everything else? Um, Matt Lynch in review online, a jumble of clunky dialogue and exposition ju- dumps with no stakes until the typical VFX packed climactic fights. Eternals is one of the most flavorless films in the Marvel <laughs> universe. Flavorless. <laughs> Wow, flavorless films. That's what they've become. There's nothing individual about anyone. They all just slop together. Yeah, I mean, as, as time goes on, I mean, the shine will come off and people will see yeah. it with a much more critical eye. And uh, I mean, you, if you were Warner Brothers and you were smart, you would you have the biggest opportunity right now to, to take over and maybe continue uh, this for a little while. It just doesn't look like that's going to happen. Zhao is a baffling choice, a filmmaker who is ill-equipped and out of her element with her discomfort uh, uh, discomfort visible across, is visible across nearly every frame of the film. That's a top credit. 
<laughs> she's out of her league. Straight up called the female woman of color director out of her league. What female woman of color. I just wanted to make sure people knew she was a female, okay? Female woman. Uh, female, female, like, <laughs> the Asian female woman of color or something. Asian going. female woman of color. I love it when the, the guy on the red carpet's like, uh, and and you being a woman of color. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eternals is unlikely to leave audiences wanting more or remembering much. No one remembers any of the shit that happened in phase four. This is oh. harsh shit, and I'm I'm here for it. Uh, though it may well whet the appetite for the day when the Fantastic Four and the X-Men finally arrive. Uh, you know, they could have be- they could have arrived already. Yeah. So my argument is Endgame was such a success that Marvel thought that they could experiment, which wouldn't be bad if you experimented creatively. But they decided to experiment ideologically. I- ideologically, yes. And uh, that's a huge difference. Uh, that's a huge difference. Huge difference. Uh, John Wayne is here back from the dead. Follower of the channel for like that. As why not? Uh, why no content on Hot Toys channel? I am subscribed. It's, it's not ready yet. That's why the channel's not ready to open up yet. It will be soon. It will be the, the latest early 2022. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be out and ready before the end of this year. I'm I'm closer and closer each day to uh, to having it to having it in a position to go go go. I think a lot of um, a lot of people just in general are getting uh, we're as we're coming out of. Uh, the pandemic oh, yeah. and, and and entering the the new normal uh or great reset whatever you want to call it um i think a lot there's a lot of people who are just like getting back in the groove again uh so it's not just as you know i'm getting stuff ready uh my wife is uh a lot of people who have changed jobs are i think there's a huge you know, transition for lack of a better word going on in the country yeah. right now um and yeah, we are trans do not criticize us. And I think you've highlighted as well. No way home. That'll be the the evidence that things will uh, be almost back to normal. If it, if it can crack a billion, it'll be like holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think there's a problem. I think it will. I think it'll it'll go I through. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it didn't. Like utterly shocked, if it doesn't. Um. Oh. What do you think to um? Eternals opening weekend. Oh, back to that. Yeah. Uh, it was initially a hundred million projected mm-hmm. and I agreed with that. I, mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah, I think it'll make a hundred million over the weekend, you know, with, uh, that's a oh, worldwide that's worldwide. Cause I think it's releasing in other countries too. I think here in the States, it will still do comparable to, um, I think, uh, Shang-Chi or black. No, I'm, I'm just talking domestic. A domestic? Mm. What did Shang Chi do domestic? Because Eternals was domestically. I think to do seventy. Uh, Chong Chi Chang Chang Chips was um, that was 
55. So it, it, it exceeded. Hmm. I think uh, it's hard to say. There's no competition. Marvel is, is a strong brand. Uh, I, yeah, I say it's 60 to 70, and I could be wrong on that one. Uh, I think it has a decent first weekend and just drops like a fucking rock, and then Ghostbusters comes out 10 days later. Mm. Add that, just kill it. Yeah. What do you think, Mola, Mar- for uh, domestic, American domestic? I think there's a chance that this might actually get a really... We might do the same thing as Shang-Chi where they're like, oh, see, look at those numbers in the opening weekend. And they're like actually kind of okay, like significant. We're like, oh, wow. But then it will just just tank. Because um, like the curiosity will be dead. And there's going to be no there's gonna be no word of mouth advertising for this. No one's going to care. Um, so I'm curious if the numbers will actually be impressive at first and then it'll just die. I think that might happen. Especially because uh, this time so of year... What's your number, though? Um, for wait, sorry. So for for total domestic, is what you're asking? Domestic weekend, opening weekend, domestic for uh, Eternals. Um, I'm trying to think of like, eighty million. That's probably going to be way too high. No, I know, I know, I I'm I'm going to go with eighty-seven. Okay, I. I'm going to go the 87 million domestic weekend, and then they're going to go, this is amazing. And internationally, it's going to do a fiver. <laughs> yeah. Five I, quid. <laughs> and then ne- the following week, it'll like get halved, and then the following week, it'll just be like 1% of what it had. And... I yeah, think, I think it's going to drop off real quick. I think the projections for Ghostbusters are suspiciously low. I think they said like 30 to 40 million opening, kind of like Dune. I'm like, uh, unless it's re- releasing on a streaming service, if if they show Bill Murray in a trailer, just a second of him. Oh. Or, it was the same as if they showed Toby in the next No Way Home trailer. Oh, which is going to just... I think the final trailer will show one, if not both, of the boys. I'm almost convinced, as everyone else is, that the final shot of the trailer will be the three Spider-Men. Coming out the portal. Or just teaming up, you know, getting okay. ready to fight something, you know. I think it's going to be uh, Doctor Strange doing the portal with them coming out of it. All three, well, like, stepping out. There'll be some some line where, like, you know, um, Tom Holland says something like, oh, no, what are we going to do? And then you can hear Toby's voice say something. The camera pans, and there he is. And you be like, oh! Well, have I read this correctly, Gary? But... Uh... Has Marvel or is Marvel bringing back Uncle Ben into Spider-Man and he's now going to be Spider-Man's greatest villain? What? It's what I read. It's what I saw today. What the fuck? What are you talking about? What is this? Uncle Ben is is coming back into the Spider-Man comics, but he faked his death and he's been a villain all along. What? That's gotta be a troll. That's gotta be fake. What the hell? <laughs> it's Marvel. I am not. I am not pushing. I am not uh, dismissing this at all until I until I see. It was, uh, Uncle but it's ben definitely not happening. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was Agatha. She kept him hidden all along. Damn. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Fuck! Uncle Ben is is, is Spider-Man's ultimate villain. 
Uncle Ben is one of the most important people in Spider-Man's life, but now he has turned against Peter badly, injuring the young hero. Is this like an Ultimate Spider-Man? I don't know I what don't know. what Spider-Man comic. Uh, what it says: uh, Last issue, Peter was badly injured during a battle with Uncle Ben, hurled from the back of a dragon. Now Ben stands over the broken and prison Peter, saying, "Killed him first. To... Ben tells Spider-Man that no amount of swinging from webs or heroics can make up for his failure. What the hell am I listening to? <laughs> Spider-Man and Uncle Ben is one of the... Cla- I, yeah, I don't know what the context, because I quit reading fucking Marvel comics. Recently in the pages of Amazing Fantasy, a young Peter Parker... So, so is this like an alternate story? Where I know. I know. Like I said, I just I saw a little. I saw a little. I mean, if it's like a what if, whatever. I mean, but I mean, like. Uh... Okay, it's been so... right there. Somebody. <laughs> yeah. So a few deaths loom larger over Spider-Man's life than uh, the beloved Uncle Ben. Spider-Man's failure to save Ben was the catalyst of the superhero's career. It was even Uncle Ben who taught him with great power comes great responsibility. But in the mysterious land, one of the one of dragons and elves ben and okay ben has become spider-man's greatest and so it's like an uh, it's like an alternate reality fine that's fine i was i was thinking like they did this in canon in 616 i would just like fucking flip my lid even though i don't read this shit i would just like no but it's like an alternate thing so whatever <laughs> still the sentiment of it all though <laughs> is it, isn't this, isn't this how right it starts too. though gary it kind of does like like when you make a wolverine gay in an alternate universe where he's macking on uh on uh on, cyclops uh, no uh, hercules cock oh, right. oh okay so, yeah so the only thing i don't like about this is this head so we're, that's gonna go uh, <laughs> toby mcguire head is it uh, not toby mcguire is that a um tom holland head it's a tom holland head so it goes and it's replaced by that. Yeah, baby. And it's like cloth. It's yeah. Clothish. I, I like. I like. What's that as you? Uh, Wolverine isn't gay. Correct, Megan. He is bisexual. Because he was like, how can I get to sleep with uh, Phoenix? Black. Without um, without Cyclops being mad, I'll stick my dick in Cyclops instead because that's how sexuality works, folks. Yeah. That's how sexuality works. I checked online. That's how it works. Checked online. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's, a, that's sexuality according to Marvel. It is. I just woke up and, um, uh, and you made a good point the other day it's like there, there was so much made like there was a, a it took a long time for us to get to the point where it's like hey you know uh people are born gay people are born gay it's uh and then they're trying to undo that they're trying yeah. to do a lot of things i think people are finally starting to wake up to this because they want us just to be little blobby pod people who who <laughs> wear gray suits all the time and have the same haircuts and we're absolutely indiscernible from each other so we could be just a giant hive mind for the machine uh and this is the kind of shit we fought against in the 80s remember every fucking artist and everybody was talking about like you know 1984 is the thing we feared the most and now we're welcoming it in the front door it's fucking nuts 
got this thing I want to share, Gary. Yeah, which is um, which is how I feel every time because because I see you playing with your toys, so I think this is very apt. Why are you here? I thought you were financially stable. Oh no, is it my toys? <laughs> <laughs> that is that's me. That's me in Squid Game. Why are you here, Az? I thought you were financially stable. <laughs> no, I just buy toys. It's running. I'm a straw. Hey, I'll grab this one here. So what's... Mm -hmm. Are you going through um, all of Squid Game, by the way, Az? I saw you stream the first yes, episode. Yes, we're, we're doing episode by episode. If you want to, if you want to jump into one, I'm more than happy to. Well, um, I wouldn't more impose, but episode six, I'd gladly talk to you guys about. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wanted episode. I've now watched Squid Game four times from... Front to back. I think I've seen it three times because I watched it with two other people getting them through it. Uh here we go. Let's get in out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The tension. Ooh. Oh, sweet. Cobra infantry. Ah. I wish he had oh, a hood. Yeah. I wish he had a hood on his head. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> is there um because hoods, hoods evil guns that shoot people dead are fine, but hoods they hurt, they could hurt feelings. Netflix is weird, but like should they not rush a squid game Blu-ray? Like for I money. Would. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because it it's kind of funny how the squid game masks Can they do that though? Are they allowed to do that? Uh, I don't know. Did Netflix well, make a blue? I mean, like, it's probably already set up at the time. Well, because, like, all I'm saying is, like, that's it reminds me of Baby Yoda. It's like, you're going to want to get that out as soon as fucking possible because that's just a yeah, market that's not being satisfied. They make Blu rays of their successful stuff. They did Daredevil season one and two, but not of season three. They've done oh. Stranger Things. It took, them, it took them like a year to make a Blu ray for Haunting of Hill House because they were like, like, people were like, please. And they were like, um, I guess we could. There's no Blu ray <laughs> of The Witcher. Witcher. It's so weird. No, there isn't. No, I had. I found. I found a fucking bootleg. Uh, uh, a Blu-ray of Bright. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I like Bright. Uh, um, I want a Witcher Blu-ray. I do. I do a 4K, and their 4K no. on Netflix is is tight. It's good. No. I tried. No. I tried. I tried to rewatch season one. I I started on the first episode, and I got halfway through, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm done." Damn, I like parts of it. I did, uh, and I like the trailer that just came out was all, all Geralt, Geralt. So which has got me panicked to fuck. Yeah, you, dude, and the, like <laughs> a lot of this stuff. He's only in two different costumes in it, and I'm like, oh shit. Uh, largely, when they do TV series, we just talked about this. The trailers are heavily cut from the first two, three episodes tops because mm -hmm. they, they don't have the rest of them done. Yeah, uh, Mikey, Mikey Mikey Gussler for ten dollars says Ava DuVernay recently blamed the Snyder Cut for her New Gods film being canceled. <laughs> I saw that, <laughs> saw that, uh, Mikey, and uh, she's fucking right. <laughs> she didn't say it outright, but hinted at it was plainly obvious. Do you think that's why it was canceled or no? I think no. I don't think it's the only reason. I think uh, I think Tom King turned in a fucking horrible script, and they came to their senses. With yeah. Warner Brothers, because remember, that's funny that you bring that up, Mikey. The reason the Eternals is being made 
with Chloe Zhao is because DC announced a new gods with Ava DuVernay. It was within a month that all of a sudden they loved the Eternals over at Marvel's and hired Chloe Zhao. It was a direct reaction to DC. He admitted he does this, and Warner Brothers was smart. They fucking pulled the plug. That's what Marvel should have done with the Eternals as well. So uh, I think it it was canceled because it was a shitty project. Uh, but I think I think the Snyder Cut proved it was a shitty project. Project. So it might have been the straw that broke the camel's back because undeniable. Uh, Snyder got fucking dark side right. Like that was fucking right. I God, where's the where's the one six scale dark side? Oh no. That's, come on. <sighs> no. The, the third party has done a um a nightmare flash. Hmm. You know how the flash turns up? They've hmm. done a nightmare flash, so he's in all his armor. I can't. I can't get the flat. I will. I refuse to get Ezra Miller as an action figure and have him in my <laughs> fucking room. I would just. I would. Mm. I, I'd fear for all the women, all the female action figures. He might strangle. Them. <laughs> when you go to bed, he wakes up and strangles all the females. Oh, yeah. maybe that could be. Hey, I got bit. I got bit. That's the peeping Tom's villain, the strangler, played by. <gasps> oh, and it's Ezra Miller. <laughs> oh my god. The flash of old, yeah, he's the ultimate villain. Uh, Nick's radio for five dollars says making Uncle Ben into a villain would be kind of like turning Thomas Wayne into a Machiavellian turd and having Bane break his back. Oh wait, they oh. did that. They did that. And it was just like, oh god, when when oh god when Tom King. Did the Bane story. And then at the end of the Bane story, we saw like Gotham Girl and Thomas Wayne Batman next to Bane. And we're just like, why? How is Thomas Wayne Batman there? Because he got, he wiped himself out in the recent Flash Batman crossover. And then we had to wait 50 fucking 60 issues or something. To just see how Tom King got Thomas Wayne into the universe. It was just like, oh, he was just about to like get consumed. And then somebody like turned up and went, hey, do you want to go to my universe? <laughs> just don't. Don't. It's fine for an alternate universe, but just oh, stop it. No, Tom King's terrible. Tom King's He's terrible. horrendous. 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 The Choker. Oh, that's a good one. It said the strength of oh, the Choker. Oh, the Choker. Yeah, oh, that mm. one. Yep, 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 yep. I agree with that one. That is good. Yeah, he wrote like 15 good issues of Batman, and then it just all went to shit. Yeah, then he just like, I want to talk about my, uh, you know, my male depression in a fucking superhero comic book. It's like, you know, it's a real yeah. thing. But you know what? You know what helps uh, with depression? A, a fun superhero comic book that doesn't remind people of their depression all the time. That would be fucking great. Uh, gets their mind off it a little bit. Look at that silver sable. Yep, yep. There's my silver. They're, they're gonna. Yeah. Sony's gonna probably make a movie with her. It'd be a trans. It'd be trans. I love. I love this red and right and blue fucking Captain America look. Always mm. love. Ah, oh, hell yeah. Not like that anymore. Nope. Mm. No, these are like 
fucking way. Sir, nothing 80s comics. You can probably get them for a dollar. I fucking love this shit. I just love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, all right. Uh, let's get to some super chats and, and then read some more bad reviews because it's fun. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Uh, Phoenix Tangent on the Streamlabs side for $5.99. That avoids Mama Susan. Thank you. Hail Gary Asimaller. Gary, don't buy the house with the recent flood history. If it flooded once, it will flood again. And it's something you want to deal with. It's something you don't want to deal with. I live through annual major flood events, and Hurricane Harvey was the one that got me. Well, I got the reason we had to look into it because we don't know if it was a flood from the creek or if it was a flood from a pipe. Uh, so uh, we we're we're going to look at it. Uh, we've got like a top five or six of houses we want uh, within our what we can afford, and uh, yeah, it's a big decision. Don't, but thank you, man. Thank you. We will we will be careful with our decision. We. we this has been a, a long fucking process. We're not going to rush it now. Uh, Melissa, poor Melissa's out there by herself uh, looking for houses. Uh, she's going to meet up a friend later, but uh, she's going to be there for like a week. We'll see. We will see. I've got the meetup on Thursday. It was last minute. Sorry, but uh, I'm going to be at the Endgame Bar at Mesa, Arizona from like 430 to 8 on this Thursday. And I'm going to leave. I got to bail right from the event back home so I can get ready for Friday Night Tights. Uh, just wanted to show my support for you guys again this week. Been watching as since emergency as chats number <laughs> two back in uh, the World of Warcraft days. And through him found you lot. Hail the glory. You lot. That's perfectly expressed. Yes. Uh, Rongle 363 for $10. Thank you. Hail the fellowship. Hail. Cheers, dude. That's awesome. That's fucking awesome. Uh, and then Turacano88 for $5 says, Hey, Gary, have you seen today's Razor Fist rant on Black Pill and propaganda? Great stuff. Truly is. Truly is. Some of his best. Uh, black, uh, black pills are for quitters, essentially. You're just out of the fight, and you're not part of it anymore, and you have given up. I'm, uh, I, I'll black pill when I'm dead. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's what we'd say, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's easy dead. to black pill, and then you just realize that a lot of this shit is actually just the West, you know, and the world is actually going on uh, as, as, as normal. And when we look at, um, especially in terms of our entertainment, you know, recently, thanks to Squid Game, I found multiple different uh, foreign uh, TV shows, uh, which I thought were absolutely wonderful. Uh, Alice in Borderland, uh, My Name, uh, stuff like that, um, which has just been so much fun to watch. We don't have to look just to the West, you know, and I think it's indic and I think it's a huge indicator, a huge indication of how popular Squid Game is that that people are just wanting entertainment. And yeah. I think it's a damning indictment on Hollywood uh, well, that 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 that's why it's been so popular. The the whole and and agreed. It's because they they part of it was there's people have been starving in the desert. I like Squid Game. It's not the greatest thing ever made. But I like Squid Game. 
And I can understand why it's extremely popular and it's risen to the levels of Stranger Things on on uh, Netflix. But the, like Razor Razorfist's bottom line is what again it's he's not reinventing the wheel here. He has said this before. I have said this before. Many people have said this before. Uh, black pilling is part of the propaganda. That's what propaganda is for. It's not to change your mind. It's to demoralize you, to mm. make you feel alone. What did I hear at the meetup the most that I passed on to both of you guys when we talked in private conversations? I heard that you may, like, I didn't feel alone when I found you guys. I thought I was alone. I thought I was alone. And, you know, you actually, like, were thinking the same thing I was. And, you know, it turns out we're the majority. We're the vast majority. And the whole, the whole thing is to make us feel separate and alone, divide and conquer. And that's what they have baked into scripts into narratives of 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 you know of of movies and tv shows now so it's not just the news that's why when i when i see that you know that that what it was called ttif or whatever it is that we'll we'll go over again you know that that's that's pretty fucking sinister it's pretty sinister and if anybody has any doubts that this is marxist you know razor fist in his video has the leader of blm first words out of her mouth were i was trained in marxism i'm i am a trained mm -hmm. marxist i am a trained marxist and there's a lot of people in hollywood who are marxists who will not tell you they are hiding it why are they hiding it if they're so proud why are they hiding it well they know it's unpopular because they know they are in the minority so to keep them from becoming the majority, we need to stop it, speak out against it now, and fight it tooth and nail everywhere, everywhere, entertainment, sports, wherever you need to fight it, fight it. In the knitting community, fight it wherever you can and don't give up. But it might seem overwhelming. And they, and again, last year was demoralizing for everybody, and that's why the powers that be took full advantage. So we need to fuck up, little camper. Uh, because things aren't going to be bad forever. They're actually getting better. They are getting better. Uh, and we can uh, shape the world the way we want to shape it if we speak up. As long as we stop them from shaping their world. Uh, because it's our world. It's fucking our world. Uh, True Pop Culture 7 for two pounds. Gary, will Shadversity ever guest on Friday Night Tides? Hail BBC. Uh, yeah, I, I would love to have him on. I will, I will ask him. I think we've, awesome. we've DM'd, uh, my producer has DM'd him before, but I don't think, sometimes, like, I have to DM, right? Uh, but he doesn't follow me on Twitter, so I don't know if he sees it or not. I'm sure Chad would love to come on Friday Night Tights. He's, uh, he's just a busy guy. Yes, yeah, he he's yeah. great, though. Oh, we'll get Chad. We'll get him on. We'll get him on. We'll get, uh, we got Jay Longbow coming on, finally! Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. And... Uh, yeah, we'll get uh, Shad on. Or Shad on. We'll get, we I had to shout at Ernie. I had to shout at Ernie because I was like, hey, you coming on Friday Night Tights this week? She's like, uh, yeah, I think so. I might, I might, yeah, I might be able to. <laughs> like, I think you might be able to fucking make it. Like, if, I'm going to rip your fucking tits off if you're not there. She's like, I'll be there. I'll be there. So Terrible. I had to, I had to threaten her. As well, yeah. Turns up spontaneously to talk about how shitty Nostalgia Critic is, but wonders whether or not she'll turn up to Friday Night Tides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Priority. Exactly. Uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't make it on Saturday, guys. 
No yeah. problem. Yeah. I humbly apologize. I was, it, it, just ask as it was a tough one to get through. You know, it, it hit the brain listening to that video. But uh, it soldier, was fun. It was it, it was a funny fap, and I I really enjoyed it. Nostalgia critic. Oh, the, the, his his <laughs> video was trash. Yeah. <laughs> He struggled to criticize League of Extraordinary Gentlemen the movie. He couldn't like he tried so hard. He kept talking about weird shit. <laughs> just laughing at it, really. And then didn't even get the ending right. He he totally <laughs> wasn't paying attention. It was just like said, and then out. Tom Sawyer turned out to be his son. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going on about? He didn't at all. He said, so with this revelation that Tom Sawyer's his son, it isn't. It isn't. It casts a whole light on. No, it doesn't. He's... Oh wow! Yeah. We were lost. Was like this film's not hard to criticize, man. Like, it's... yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah. It's, you guys covered that, and all of a sudden, that fucking video starts getting recommended to me. Like, I, I fire up YouTube, and there it is. And I'm like, oh, what? Is it? Is it listening to our? Con- it's listening to our conversation. <laughs> it's fucking listening to our private conversations. It's not anything I've searched for. I'm not subscribed to that guy. Uh, it, there's no. no reason it should show up on my fucking, like, when I fire up YouTube. But there it was. There it was. Look, next fucking look, All I have to say is something like, uh, peanut, I, I could really do with a penis enlarger. Right? And I, I, <laughs> penis enlargements are great. They're the best. Could really have some, do some surgery to increase the size of my penis. Right. Saying that now into this microphone, I guarantee uh-huh. you, I'll go on fucking Amazon or I'll go on some website and then I'll have adverts down the side uh, side now going, would you want to increase the size of your penis? <laughs> yep. You can legitimately to... test the same rolling pins over and over and over again. Just see if they pop up in ads. <laughs> yeah. You need a rolling, yeah, rolling pin. pin, rolling pin, rolling pin, rolling pin, rolling pin. I would love to have a rolling pin. What I like about the algorithm in Net- in Amazon, it's so clever that you, you're like, oh, I need to buy myself... Um, some crockery so you go buy yourself some some plates and then all amazon does for the next 58 years is fucking recommend plates to you i just i just thought i ordered some that doesn't mean i want every plate in the fucking world amazon i like at I that just, point right instead of being freaked out by the algorithm you're annoyed that the algorithm's so shit you're like hey yeah better <laughs> um but seriously though i could do with a penis and like uh, <laughs> Anyone could recommend? Okay. Ah, oh, shit. Ah, fuck it. Oh, who's calling me? Oh, I don't know this. Person. Me. Are you? Are you in the nine one six area code? No. No. You know who's been calling me is people um, asking if my house is still for sale. Ah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Is your house still for sale? No. Uh, yeah. So let's read a couple more super chats and we'll read some more bad reviews because they're fun. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I wanted to mention that uh, my last video, I got I got an email. <gasps> I got an email in my last video, you. and the email said that uh, I'll I'll paraphrase that if I stopped using phrases like "hero," which I didn't I didn't coin that phrase. Uh, Marvel did. Yeah, coined the hero fate. Yeah, she's the hero. Yeah. That we deserve. And mm-hmm. if I stop saying MCU, mm-hmm. then my channel might be doing a little better. <laughs> and uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. If I stopped using phrases like that, and if I started just overpraising shit I actually didn't like and became a full-on corporate shill, I probably would be doing better. 
it'd be, it'd be I, I'd probably have more opportunities. I've turned down shit. Uh, one of the things I promise is I will not have uh, Hollywood mo- movie stars on this channel. I'm not going to interview people, uh, creative people. I'm not. That's not what I'm here to do. This this channel is a thousand percent opinion, and I want to keep that opinion free and as objective as humanly possible with stuff. Uh, so no thanks. And I've turned down. Yes, I've turned down opportunity financial opportunities uh, because of that. And I'm not going to chase actors or creatives around for a fucking interview. I could care less. And it's boring, quite frankly. I mean, they don't really tell you anything exciting anyway. Mm. So uh, Gary, I, I, I disavow, Gary. I'll, I'll suck anyone's cock in Hollywood if you want to come on my show. <laughs> anyone. Yeah. Anyone. What, if, what if your email to Kathleen Kennedy would have an interview with just you on a neurotic Nuna or whatever? Uh, if she, if she, uh, agreed to a pre-approved set of questions and the first one would be, do you work for Lucasfilm? Um, <laughs> What's your employment status like right now? Um, and, uh, the second one is, uh, why did you, if she would answer directly, mm-hmm. why did you make the biggest mistake in cinematic history by not putting Han, Luke and Leia together? And then I would ask her directly. Uh, so it would be yes if she if she did the pre-approved list of questions and one of it was what you did to Luke Skywalker was that done deliberately? I know the answer, but I would just love to hear her say it. I mean, um, I would fucking watch. I want to hear you say the yeah. words. Say the fucking say words. I, I picture she would be like, "Well, Gary, we chose <laughs> the storyline that we did because we felt it was right." What's your next question? <laughs> like, I'd say that's not a fucking that's answer. Not a fucking answer. Uh, how hey. pissed are you at Steven Spielberg and George Lucas? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. I like from a one to ten. If you were a tree, no, she's how, she's Spielberg's would, girl. She's 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 Spielberg's gal. He's got a back. Oh, He's sure got a back all day every day. I'm sure she has a big old chip on her shoulder. It felt like she had the proofs. Well, she did. Look what she did to Star Wars. Uh, destroyed it. She, mm-hmm. uh, that all stems from from something personal. It would be super interesting just to see what she would do in like a zoo format. If we could roll back time and give her all the knowledge she has now to see what she would decide to do with the sequel. Like give her another shot just to see how she would decide. Because she probably wouldn't hire Ryan Johnson after what happened. No, like, but I think she would still have, she would still go down the ray. Totally. Try um, and do it better. I, yeah, because I wonder if she'd even hire JJ. I wonder if she, or she would say, JJ, you got to do the trilogy. You can't, like, leave. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you do that as if we had, like, a better result than that. Right. <laughs> I don't know that TLJ would have been if worse you, than JJ. If, if your hate was a tree, <laughs> what, 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 what tree would your hate be for, for George Lucas and Steven Spielberg? That would be one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> a grand oak. Yes, of hate. Uh, yeah. Oh no. 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 I say the MCU to make you laugh for one. 
Um, and it's not because it's I'm, true. It's true though. It's not, it it's is. not, it's true. It is. I mean, like it's they, okay. Look at the Hawkeye poster. Let's look at the Hawkeye poster. People are going to think there's no big deal about it, but it's all in the symbolism. So let's go to the Hawkeye poster. This is a, an Avenger, a main Avenger. But he doesn't uh, even have the name Hawkeye in the series. This is uh, a main Avenger. All right. Uh, and, and like, we haven't seen him in his proper costume. This is probably going to be his first proper story that we should have gotten a long time ago. And if he manages to they could have it. made like a taken fucking mini series or yep. some shit. Yeah, it could have been so good, man. That's not it. Hang on. I want to see the full poster. I am. I, I'm not there for this. That's yours. One of you two. I am. I am not touching it. Do you hate men and women? Yes. <laughs> do you hate everything? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I hate all men, women, all and everything, apart from kitty cats and dogs. Well, apart oh. from animals. All right. So. I, I like if Paul from Bell, who's been a right little twat the last couple of days. Look who's standing in front. Oh, obviously, of course. Sam well, because this series is going to be about Ben Hero. Some to people have call her the greatest archer in the world. When the series ends, he's out. She's in. That's the yes. idea, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, and then her the 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 popularity of the brand Hawkeye will go down. Uh, because we never really got to see the proper Hawkeye. I mean, like his journey through comics is fucking brilliant. It's it's like uh, he was in the 80s when we were kids, one of the most popular characters, one of the most popular Avengers. And in the MCU, people are like he's the one with the yeah, the bow. Bows and arrows. because yeah. uh, they didn't do him right. I mean, like they didn't give him a proper costume. Uh, and they didn't show like he's bullseye. You make them, it's not just fucking arrows. Like he's deadly with a bunch of shit. And because you're PG, see, this is where where Disney will fall. The they're, the PG-ness of Disney just keeps you from being sophisticated in a lot of ways. Because you know what? You could show blood once in a while and you could have Hawkeye killing, but then Disney's got, well, we've got our family friendly and da, 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 da. like Warner Brothers doesn't have to do that shit. No. That's why uh, part of the reason why the Snyder Cut was so fucking good. Yep. There was some great violence in that. Well, that's the, the one thing the critics didn't get what the fans liked about it because critics don't understand fans. Uh, the, the fans that did like the Snyder Cut liked the fact that Snyder took the heroes seriously. Maybe too seriously to some, but he took them seriously. A little bit. Just the way Maul is just biting his lip about the Snyder Cut talk. Oh, you can bite. I, you can say whatever you want, Maul. You're not looking. Um, uh, but this Fuck is not Snyder taking. Cut. This right here is not taking your character seriously. Uh, if we want to talk about verisimilitude, we're talking about two heroes that have no powers. So uh, Hawkeye, uh, militaristic, has some training. Clearly, uh, been to the mall. This one's been to the mall. And she, oh, maybe she she is more accurate than Hawkeye, but is she stronger? Is she faster? Uh, she says, like, the funny, like, things. words in, like, funny, like, ways. She's going to be so awesome. You're not even ready. 
she was a good character as a teen titan as a sidekick version of hawkeye in the young avengers which was a good comic book which i which i read i know there's a lot of mcu fans who haven't actually read the comic books you know like uh, a lot of these characters a lot of us comic book fans have known for quite some time and known they were coming and know why they were coming but this is what we've been trying to tell you so I, that I I think it is funny that people still give Marvel the benefit of the doubt. Um, I just think they need to earn it, uh, and it's it's a damn shame that Jeremy Renner, who by all accounts ain't woke, kick ass. Yeah, no, he ain't woke. He ain't woke at all. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's it, it, God. Like you could have done some really interesting things with these Marvel characters. But uh, it's that word, that Disney word, is just so gatekeeper, so preventative. Uh, nice. That would have been. Fine. You just, you just got to keep everything sanitized. Everything's just so sanitized. Marvel Universe sanitized. Look at the size of that package. Huge. Ah. Oof, he's been keeping it in. Yeah, like I don't want I don't want a sanitized Hawkeye. It'd be great to see like when he when he's if his uh, family got kidnapped, you know, he's he's finally got out of the Avengers. Um yeah. this is, you know, he's going to reconnect with his family for the first time. His kids are slightly older. He's a little bit out of touch because of it and obviously from his background, where do my father's skills come in? So you you have you have an interesting little dynamic then, but when he's what if his family got fucking kidnapped? Uh, he's and then he's got to go on a, a like a take an s fucking rampage to get his family back. He's got to utilize all those skills to get his family back, and his family for the first time actually see what he is and what he's been doing, and 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 you know the level to which he is at, the level that he was given rank of avenger you know you it's not just willy-nilly given out uh but no we're gonna have the most wonderful time of the year with the silly billy people falling off the silly things and going oopsie bidoo <laughs> aren't we cutesy marvel oh, i know because as, as drinkers video said today and that video is fucking amazing go watch it after this stream but not now uh it's because these shows have been written by fucking children people with the mentality of a child that they just cannot understand comprehend or even begin uh to construct adult material for people yeah because some of the greatest children's content are written by very mature adults because they uh they can give the surface of the entertaining sort of story for the kids, but then you watch it as an adult and you're like, oh, I understand what you're saying here. I understand mm. what's going on. Um, and man, I think it, it got brought up on, um, I can't remember which stream it was. I've been streaming a lot. It was one of them. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> about how like writers back then had loads of worldly experience, back, writers I, I, these I, I, days. Talk yeah. About it, yeah. It's, uh, it's just, it's like, what have you been up to? It's like, I went from a cushy life with my parents to college, right into writing. And you're like, yep, man, yeah. so much about the world. Or well, nowadays, I went to college, got a gender studies degree, realized if I pretended to be 
another gen there i could get a i could walk straight into a role out of absolute abject fear in the organization that would dare say no to me uh jrr tolkien world war one uh a bunch of people world war in fleming in fleming yep uh christopher lee christopher lee was like the, the last yeah. badass oh yeah, i've often described he's like a trophy human being he's the one one of the ones where if aliens were asking us we should be like yeah that one right there that one, one, one yes yeah. <laughs> give uh, me an example of human uh christopher lee creature feature of the show i was on a couple of times this last saturday they had the creeping flesh on and the, the copy of it was beautiful man and it was uh peter cushing and fucking christopher lee mm. oh looked like it was filmed yesterday wow what a great choice to cast for Do uh, count dooku by the way <laughs> yeah it really, it really was it really was and according i mean obviously it was probably written as darth dooku or Darth something else, but because it is Christopher Lee, we're like, oh, we got to homage his uh, Count Dracula. So he's going to oh, be yeah. Count Dooku now. And we all loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody complained. Nobody cared. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's absolutely fine. Of course, he's a Count. Uh, blackpilling turns you into part of the problem. If you take it, you might as well throw out everything you believe in and join the cultural communist fascists trying to torch our society says apollo 536 for 20 dollars people people have immediately corrected me actually as he is called darth tyrannus that is his darth yeah yeah okay okay, okay. yes but they all call him count dooku like yeah as is still right <laughs> they totally did that for that reason. <laughs> it's not like darth vader had an alternative name so of count he, yeah he's got anakin skywalker i'm count darth <laughs> count darth <laughs> count darth count darth Tyrannus. Uh, Jeremy R. Moreno for 20 Mexican dollars says Jesus would never do that. I will. Rags. Oh, that's the fucking um Hi, Mahler. That's that's the uh the Alex Jones thing. Yeah. Jesus would never eat him. I will. <laughs> I will. I will. I will eat your ass. I'll eat your ass. Uh cob. I will. God, that just makes me want to eat corn on the cob. Not corn on the cob. I'm ready. And then the backing vocals are just, I'll eat your ass. I'll eat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Slice them up, haul them up by chain. <laughs> <laughs> Chop their ass up, slice them up, go to haul them up. That can wow! totally be a song. It's great. Uh, positive review here. Eternals is going to be a divisive movie because it doesn't really work at the end of the day. What about the beginning of the day? Does it work then? What about the middle of the yeah. day? What mm. about 11s? Hey, look at this person that gave it a, 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 a fresh score. I'm sorry to tell you, this movie is a mess. Fresh. <laughs> Top critic. It's weekend warriors just share that on Twitter. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Nell, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. There is too much exposition. The pacing and structure are a mess, and the story of love in all its forms gets lost. Positive. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Seven out of ten. <laughs> what? 
Is what is going on here? This thing should be at fucking twenty percent. Let's just be real, okay? Yeah, uh, probably should be should be probably in the forties. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, Avi offer from NYC Movie Guru says one of the most humanist MCU movies ever made. Oh my god, it's an exhilarating, suspenseful, and visually dazzling spectacle with a surprisingly warm beating heart. By treating <laughs> the characters as human beings, Zhao treats the audience as human beings too. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what does that even fucking mean? Oh, treats the audience. You as pretentious a... twat waffle. <laughs> By treating the cast like human beings, it treats the audience like human beings too. Seriously, if someone like for a pause. It on, your, on your streams and said something like that, I feel like we'll be like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Are you okay? What does, like, no, I, what does it mean? Did you drop no, this morning? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy trash. Uh, let's see. Uh, won't sell many toys, subscriptions of, of or tickets for Disney. If nothing else, it'll remind audiences what it feels like to be bored to distraction at the cinema. Wow. Uh, yeah. This ain't gonna sell no toys. Oh, <clears throat> you don't want a Gilgamesh toy? No, I, 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 I would like a tough, you know, hard dad from Train from Busan. Yeah. yeah, but I, I don't want a Gilgamesh. Well, <laughs> we can get we can get Gilgamesh and um, what's the other, what's the other one? And then we can and then Marvel's Katie. Ooh. <laughs> And we could do a Marvel, we could do an MCU box set. Yeah. MCU box set. Like with the Miss Marvel, when Miss Marvel comes out. I've heard you're really excited for that movie, Gary. It's like one of your favorites. No, the TV show. The TV oh, show, even more excited. Where, where they've Miss basically Marvel. turned her into a Green Lantern now. Yeah. Because yeah. her powers are fucking dumb as fuck. How yeah. dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> fist you. How dare oh. you, sir? So now she's making Green Lantern fists instead of having her own big fists. She said muckmaking. <laughs> we got, we got Did I say muckmaking? Awesome. Like, I don't know. I'm oh. hungry. I'm hungry. It's seeping don't in. food right now. Just don't even talk about food. You're fasting again? Yes, I am. How many days? One off, one off? What are you? This is going to be just uh, uh, a, a mini. I do a mini fast like once in a, you know. A couple every couple months, but I might turn this one into a a a, a good a good in. I'm I'm taking day by day, but right now I'm I'm uh I'm five days in. I took a dude in 15 minutes. I'm ordering food in 30 minutes. I'm leaving the stream. That's how it's happening. <laughs> I was I was going to say like I'm so sorry for referencing Alex Jones eating people. It must be. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. First thing I did was open up a menu. Mm, uh, breaking news: Chris Pratt will now voice Morgan Freeman from here on in. <laughs> yes. My name is Morgan Freeman. Chris Pratt <laughs> to voice Gary from Nerdronic. <laughs> awesome! I can take some time off. Yeah. As I've, yeah, that's, that's great. Is that yeah? Well, okay, we'll watch that a little bit later. I'll, Carlos, thank you. Carlos Batista for $5. Thank you. Yo, that's a good good call right there. We'll end it with a little Alex Jones. 
Uh, and then we have. Uh, when are we getting the Mahler Ned Flanders movie reviews from uh, Captain <laughs> Hindsight? 50 Norwegian Krona. Well, ain't that just wonderful? Oh, my God. The Eternals is full of heart. <laughs> a lot of heart. It treats its audience like humans. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Ned. Bless their hearts. Uh, <laughs> you'll get them someday. Who knows? <laughs> We need some positivity in the world, don't you agree, guys? Absolutely. So let's make let's read more bad eternal reviews because it's making me laugh and making me feel really good. Yes. <laughs> and vindicated. Uh, where Kubrick and Clark took seriously the idea that human evolution may be prompted by alien inter uh, intersection. Uh, intercession. Intercession. Sorry, I can't read. Uh, All right. I, I am obviously just directly uh, uh, descended from. From the monkeys, but um, <laughs> we all are, buddy. We yeah. all are. No, proud. I, I think the the aliens did. I think they're. I, I'm into that theory. Jesus uh, was a spaceman and all that. Turtles makes the whole thing part of some gargantuan intergalactic eugenics experiment wrapped in pop philosophy and popcorn authoritarianism. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Holy cow! Wow. wow! Damn, Wade. Uh uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Wade Major. <laughs> I like that name. Super My name Don't is Don't back. Wade Major. Uh, this sounds kind of fun, and I wish it were. But with the exception of um, him, who offers without question the only real reason to see the movie, the story takes it to the story takes itself far too seriously for fun or really even logic. Says Megan. From the Daily Wire. To be fair, the MCU left logic behind a long time ago. <laughs> That's been yeah. dead on arrival. So they, let a Daily Wire, they let a Daily Wire review up here. Good for Megan. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that. I was like, what, what did I just oh, say? What did Campia say? He's at the bottom. <laughs> what? what did Campia say? Oh, how, much, Campia, how many inches of cock did he take down his throat? I read that my... Uh, the most unique... <laughs> <laughs> the most unique of the MCU universe. Uh, by the way, that's Marvel Cinematic Universe. 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 The uh, <laughs> Turtles adds the largest dimension of new mythology and universe expansion than any other film before it. So it's good because there's more of it and it's unique. Yeah, there you go. Great. He didn't use the word different. He used the word unique. Yeah. That's, yeah. Which is means different. Well, actually, it means singular. Singular difference to a single level, but. A one of a kind. Did you see the Babylon B video where the guy was trying to root for his kid, Brandon? Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. It was kind of. I think that's what John Campion was doing. I think he's like, oh, they got to that word different. You, uh, you, you do know that it was. Da, 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 da. Fuck. Let's go, Brandon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I was I was driving uh, down. Interstate 73, it's a toll road here in Southern California that gets you from the Interstate 5 to the Interstate 405 quicker. And you go through Long Beach and you drive on this hill. And while you're driving down the hill, you can see the harbor. And I saw container ships. Fuck, I, you couldn't count how many are sitting outside of Long Beach. It looked like fucking water world. It looked like cities out yeah. in the ocean. It was insane. I was like, whoa. Uh, so that's real. That's that, fucking happening i good for uh governor abbott was like hey bring your shit over here to texas and get here in two weeks nice 
Some of those ships are going to be sitting out there for months. Uh, watching Chloe Shaw's The Rider made me want to learn horseback riding. Nomadland illustrated the reality houseless Americans face and offered a window into the American West. Both intertwine fiction and reality. I knew The Eternals was going to be different. What? That's so the, the funny end. thing is, I wasn't looking at the screen when you said it, and I was like, is he reading a positive review or a negative review? I have that's no idea. <laughs> it's the beginning of a negative review, but that's the only quote they can put in. I guess she kind of meandered on, and they're like, fuck, we can only put in part of this. Uh, and that was Patricia Puentes from Ask. So basically, I got something out of Chloe Zell's Rider and Nomad Lad, Nomad Land, but Eternals was different. Fucking nothing. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, K. Austin Collins from Rolling Stone says Eternal, Eternals is so busy showing off what it can do, where it can go, that it bypasses and overlooks what it really has to offer. There are real dilemmas, real battles of interest buried beneath this soft uh, paddled, naturally lit, cozy surfaces of this movie, of the cozy surfaces of this movie. Uh, naturally right. lit. Why would you naturally light a Kirby fucking movie? That's so uh, yeah, because Marvel doesn't care. I couldn't believe it when that guy brought it. Yeah, uh, uh, the reason we chose, uh, the reason we wait, race and gender swapped all of Jack Kirby's characters was uh, for Jack Kirby. That's what they said. They got a direct line to him, you see. Mm -hmm. To his corpse? It, it runs into the graveyard and just <laughs> like it just gets right in there and yeah, that's what he wants. Or when you don't mention the name of the project that you're doing, but you say the reason we're bringing in some lesser-known Marvel characters is so that we could race change and gender change them. You already gave it away, Kevin. You already gave it away. Old Kevs. Kevinos. City Ops yeah. such a diverse team. Diverse, different, 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 different diversity. You're a woman of color as well. Representation. Oh For so long, we've seen superheroes that have looked like a small percentage of the world different. Can I stop we it there. Stop it there. Can, can stop it there. Sorry. Everybody looks different. Kumail, can you please stop trying to do an impression of. Do you die? What's happening? <laughs> okay. Did you forget the name? <laughs> As? No, I'm waiting. I'm, go back, go back, go back. Right. Come on. Come on. Go back to it. Right. Go back to where he's getting interviewed. Different. Lift. We have a no, lot no, no, of... A little, little, little further, a little further. And then listen to him. Who... Who does this guy look like he's trying to do an impression on? A small percentage of the world. Brie Lawson? Robin Williams. It's like really? it's an impression of Robin Williams. Uh, all percentage of the world different. We have a lot of all percentage of maybe he superheroes that have go, go back to his full speech. Go back to his full speech. You can hear it. Yeah, oh, oh, come on, chat. Fuck you. <laughs> you might be wow. representation. Oh, yeah. For so long, we've seen superheroes that have looked like a small percentage like of the world of different. It's we like he's doing more. 
Maybe. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. A lot of representation. Diverse. Everybody Have a nice looks day, different. Everybody sounds different. A lot of people are going to see themselves as superheroes for the first time. Diversity and the inclusion. Fuck. Sorry, I can't resist. One, one person said I get what you mean. I could see mannerisms, maybe. It sounded like it's an impression of Mork. So anyway. <laughs> I want a Mork 1-6 scale. As hit himself in confusion. It's okay. It's, people can see things. Uh, it's hunger. Squid I'm game. the one who's fasting. Yeah, as. I don't care. Your fucking choice. I know it was my choice. That's why I'm trying not to complain about it because this was a personal choice. Exactly. So don't complain about your personal choices to, to, to me. But I want to. <laughs> but I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to because I'm uh, miserable. Rogue Dragon 62 for 2669. That's uh, British pounds. Real money. Real money. Proper money. Uh, Hail Brothers from Different Mothers. Moved to my new house today. Hope your move goes well too, Nerdrotic. Well, congratulations on moving to your new house. I can't, I'm so excited. I cannot wait to be out of fucking limbo and get the studio going and um, get like things really going. Oh my god, I can't wait. Uh, Kate, I C did vomit. I did vomit everything up yesterday during what? the night. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. That's twice in like three weeks now. And you're not feeling sick, and you're vomiting. No. Okay. That's... Well, I, felt, I mean, I felt sick to vomit, but I don't feel sick. Sick, sick. Like you don't have a. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm poorly sick or anything. I just like, wait, I, I, I just like kind of got in my stomach for. I was, I, I was watching something at my desk after I did my video and I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I felt a little bit like icky in the tummy. I was like, I'm going to bed. So I went to bed and then I woke up like, I don't know, 3 a.m., something like that. And I went to the loo and then I was just like, I'm just gonna puke. Hmm. And so I just I just spent the next ten minutes just puking. And then I went to sleep. I feel fine today. Uh, food, that might have been food. Might have been the food. Well, yeah. yeah concerning. I don't, I don't want that to happen. I'm also Sorry. against that happening. Yeah, I'm against that happening. That's concerning because, like, the. But the, I felt better after puking. Yeah, it does, does often have that effect. It feels it feels, mm. feels good. It's supposed to happen. That's your body uh, getting that shit out of there. It's getting it out. It's getting well, it out. Like Let's get it you out. Something in me that's wrong. Uh, yeah. Kate, Kate C, aka Snake Plush Kitten, for twenty five dollars says they have a word for these reviews. Uh, if I could read the word, verbig. Uh, Verbigeration or verbigeration. Uh, de definition. The constant or obsessive repeti uh, repetition of meaningless words or phrases. Uh, uh, yeah. Word salad. Word salad. Ooh. That's what it is. Thank you, Kate. Uh, I, that's, I'm going to have to learn how to pronounce that. Uh, Mark's been on Streamlabs. For five dollars, what's up, Marksman? I just say, as X-ray vision that causes cancer would make Peeping Tom an amazing tragic villain. He just wants to look at boobs, but he can't otherwise. He would destroy them. Could he destroy what Ooh. he loves for a moment of happiness? Hail, Peeping Tom! Ooh, damn, 
maybe that's something that happens later on kind of like uh that could be why he, he's he gives up on the suit that, that, that yeah could. that's why that's why he gives like you could make it like uh a little bit like logan right the ad adamantium is poisoning him and you could say his power i can't i can't poison those beautiful big tatas mm-hmm. i gotta give up this life of staring at naked oh. tatas See, the final co- comic would be old man peeping Tom. <laughs> yeah, but that's like x-ray. I don't have x-ray vision. I'm just a peeping Tom. Do I have x-ray vision? You have x-ray vision. You have the ability to like see things all the way through to possible like uh, realities. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. You're actually. Wow. Like, Why? I, I could like superhero um, cross dimensional sneak a look at some boobs. I would say so. Uh Taylor Ramirez for a dollar ninety nine. Mahler no, is that, like he OD'd on Batwoman. <laughs> I we watched uh, episode one of season three last night. Uh, as when when Luke hits the helmet off the table out of frustration that it just wakes his dad up inside it, and he's like, "My son." <laughs> we what, don't you mean? Would, yeah, but when it lands on the ground, and it's just got the most plasticky sound when yeah. it lands on the ground. But the part that we lost it is when he was like, "Wait." Dad, Hello, how are you Luke. To me? And his response is because I'm your dad. Is it like an AI that talks yeah, to him? It's okay. it's it's oh, Lucius God. AI, yeah. Yeah. And he's deactivated now. Hilarious when you we had no idea that was coming. Oh, just you wait till you find out the reason why his suit malfunctions then. Oh, I'm excited, dude. I'm very excited. That that episode was just awful. Episode two's worse. Episode three's worse. Excellent. Free boredom for $4.99, says Hail Gary. And as last stream, I sent a video to your email. It's only a few seconds long. It's Gary in Doctor Who, by the way. I left Callie years ago. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, and you were smart. You saved a lot of money, and I will have to look for that email. So I will look for it and read at the same time. See how that works out. Thank you, Free Boredom. Uh, Benjamin Flensborg for 50 Danish Krona. Hi, guys. Fucking hilarious. The long Welshman forgot winter time. LOL. Love y'all. I, I, I did. I did. Well, I thought everyone switches along with me because Wales is the most important part of the world, you know? It really is. Except for the parts that are gonna sink into the ocean, I was watching uh, uh, the country. What's the? What, oh my god! Why am I blanking on the name of the show before Doctor Who? As uh, Country File. Country File. Wow. And uh, Country File, which was last year, last time I saw it, it was two years ago. Was a charming little country show turned into the environment is going to kill you and Brexit yeah. is bad. Um, yeah. And uh, there's a little town, I guess, in Wales that has a seawall. That's always had a seawall, but the the government is not going to maintain it anymore. And now they're calling it the first victim of uh, the first casualties of climate change. It's like, no, you stop fucking main. You're going to stop maintaining the seawall. It's the first victim of your country. Uh, It was it would have been claimed by climate change 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, White Knight Leo for five dollars inside. Every man are two wolves. One is Boba Fett. The other is Eric Butts. Don't feed either of them. Hi, Mario. <laughs> Kick robot head. <laughs> Eric Eric Butts probably did cry at the Boba Fett trailer. He was probably like, oh my god, Boba 
he's going to Oh, is that, the, is that the Rise of Skywalker guy? Yeah. And he was like, when he watched that, he was like on holiday with his girlfriend. Oh, dude, when he's like, my girlfriend is just out having fun while I'm in the apartment recording crying trailers and stuff. <laughs> it's like, oh, gosh, you better better keep an eye on her. Uh, she might just be. Dude, she's <laughs> sucking everyone else but you. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Wolf Vermilion for five British pounds. Gary, do you send comics for rates to CGC or do you buy already rated? Started this adventure now. All the best to you and as and all longest to Mahler. Awkward. Um, I I send them over once in a while, uh, and sometimes I buy them that way if the price is decent. Usually those things are vastly overpriced. For I, I would highly recommend buying a book raw and uh, sending it in. The wait is a little long, but um, it's worth it because with with certain issues, right? It's um, I I'd say with certain, I am not a I am not a financial advisor. I gotta say that on fucking YouTube because obviously you would confuse me with my rebellion shirts so around well. but as a financial advisor, yeah. But um, uh, key issues are are fucking great investments. Like if you've got the money to go out and get a low grade Amazing Fantasy fifteen, buy it, absolutely buy it. Uh, my nerdy home Steph has just uh, sent something through. Kel surprise, uh, Alec Baldwin has now uh, protected his tweets. Oh really? Yeah. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? The plot, the plit thockens. The, the thought plickens. The I, think thought he, I think he plickens. disappears for a while. Uh, yeah, I, I know somebody who knows of his, in passing, his his wife, and, and they say that uh, his wife is his wife's fucking mental. But that's, that's, that's it. That's all I got. Not surprised. He seems some, some passing as it. That's all I got. Don't ask me for anything more. These tweets are protected. So is the Hiller? Hiller. Okay. The hilarious Alec Baldwin Foundation. No, yeah, that's not right. like is it hilarious. <laughs> uh, and Alec Baldwin Foundation supporting the arts, artists, amateur, and professional uh, tweets are protected. Ooh, Kristen Stewart is engaged. Oh my to what? god. Do you see that on the right? <laughs> oh, uh to uh to a woman to to a woman. She's just Wait, happy what? the Eternals has gay people in it. I don't know what the movie's about. I'm just happy. What? All right then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What about the Eternals? That's what she said. She's like, I don't know. Uh, somebody asked her like what she thought about the Eternals. She's like, I, I'm just happy there's gay people in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds like that actually sounds like a very Hollywood answer. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad there's gay people in it. I mean, it could be fucking shit. And nobody likes it. But as long as it's got gay people in it, that's okay. I think it's utterly fascinating that uh, this movie that was made for critics is just getting review bombed by critics. 
Yeah. When did Christian Stewart start eating carpet? I didn't even know she ate carpet. No, she did. Yeah, she's up. I think she has a bit of both, right? Well, well she was dating Patterson, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Famously uh, wonderful relationship. Well, it, it's uh, very good for your career to... to I mean, we already saw what was her name again? Uh, Tilly from Star Trek Discovery, who's married and has a kid, is bisexual mm. now. <laughs> well, she came. She came out as queer, didn't she? She came out as queer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm married to a guy, and we've just had a child. But I'd like to come out as queer. My that is Hollywood. Just every day. <laughs> that is <laughs> fucking Hollywood through and through. Yep. <laughs> uh hey guys money is tight with upgrades going on in the house oh you don't have the super chance fine thanks cc thorn for five dollars i appreciate it uh but love you guys keep up the great work baller still want to hear about nightfall oh uh i've not begun oh yeah i've got to uh, yeah i gotta because i gotta put I gotta dig out that hush, but hush is currently behind him. Right, we have to do the test Back sending first, so let's do that. I'm gonna do that this week. I'm gonna send you the test copy to make sure that uh, the destination is good. Right? That's what mm -hmm. we want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That'll be great. Uh, Darth Gorbat. Just, just some of your your docs, your real docs, more. Yeah, and I'll send, send it them right now. Like, just post them, share them on the screen. I'm sure it'll be just fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody will bother you. Uh, Darth Gorbag for fifteen fifteen says, "As help, I think I'm in love with my Final Fantasy fourteen character. She's Ooh. like a cross between a chocolate Easter bunny and a mm -hmm. runaway model who knows how to handle a long spear." Ooh! <laughs> oh my! Okay, so you've you've rolled a bunny girl. Not wrong with that. When when Endgame comes. I might actually change to a bunny boy now that they're coming in. I might actually turn to a bunny boy. I have no idea what you're talking about. It must be bunnies. Uh, it's the, the race, different races in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, okay. The bunny people. So he's uh, got a, a... The race is called a, a Viera, uh, which is basically a cross between a uh, six-foot model... Uh, and uh, bunny ears, and uh, yeah, so bunny ears. Uh, but they didn't have the male Viera; they only had the female Viera. But the, the next expansion coming at the end of this month, they're bringing uh, the male Viera in. So uh, yeah, he's he's rolled himself a uh, he or she who was I don't know. They rolled themselves a nice a nice sexy bunny girl, and now they want to bang it. Sounds legit. It sounds totally um, legit. Yeah. Golden effects in play. That's why, why you can make your sexy characters, you know? Have you guys seen like the excellent CGI? Uh, from, I've seen. I've from, seen everyone making fun of it already. <laughs> from the Eternals. Wait. Oh, wow. Uh, the Angelina Jolie bits. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here's. here's, here's uh, I mean, imagine like you, we, we, you know, we've all seen Dune. Whether you like or dislike Dune, the the, the, the CGI is fucking awesome. Like fucking phenomenal, fucking awesome. Um, this, not so much. Oh, dude, there we go. My computer's being real. Fuck. Mm. 
Man, yeah, mine is as well. Actually, Chrome is like fucking been shit on my phone and on my computer. Maybe it's I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, there you go. There you go. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's nice. It's, it's the first Tomb Raider game. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't even look that bad on that though, dude. Oh Sad. my god. What the fuck? <laughs> Those eyes is very expressive. Genuinely, if you told describe the expression, you'd be like, um, shock. Abject shock. Anger before, and shock. I think that is just before you're like burned alive or something. I don't know. <laughs> it comes from this. Hang on. If I can if my computer could fucking handle it. Or not. I probably shouldn't push it. But why not? Uh, let's try this one. But why not? Or not. Come on. is bloody ridiculous insufferable it really is and then we have this insufferable <laughs> what the <laughs> <laughs> nice but we shouldn't make fun of geriatric heroes okay <laughs> they're trying their best maybe yeah maybe she's having a, a bit of a I don't know. Younger crisis, younger moment. Leisure, a yeah, a stroke. I don't know. Did I leave the iron on? <laughs> wow. Yes, it's a poop face. Yeah. I just, I just did a Joe Biden. Ah. <laughs> uh... Susan Dolan for five dollars says, "Hail neurotic as and Mahler." Here's a little bit to save pop culture. Oh, thank you. Hey. We appreciate it. Uh, Keith Bond, the thirteen sixty two watcher lads, Kurt Metzger fan, been a fan of your stream since I discovered you guys. I know BBC is uh, comics themed. I got some great R Crumb books today. Get Mahler to get on Kurt's pod. Him and his pal's mockery of Hassan Piker was absolutely brutal. Oh, I didn't see that. I fucking love that. Yeah. Oh, should... about the EFAP episode? Or... They're talking about uh, Kurt Metzger, I think, was uh, mocking uh, Hassan Piker. Oh, him too? Yeah, he's a great laughing stock for everybody. <laughs> he's a fucking hilarious source of... Did he say recently he was wanted to retire now? <laughs> or some, some shit? It's like... <laughs> He's he's because so like he's like just crying because everyone's just like sucking him an hour. Like, really, he works so hard sat in that chair, yeah, yeah nicking man. nicking everyone's material. Poor guy, earning redonkulous money. It it is kind of funny watching like a dumb jock dude bro fucking socialist. That's uh, one of those things you never thought you'd see. Like a uh -oh. poser nerd. Uh, it's only a socialist, dude. What are you talking about, man? Dude. Like, sir. 
the means of socialism production is like the way belong to the workers, brah. Uh, for ten dollars, Dave on the Streamlab side, thank you. Drama on the real BBC Mahler is still upset at Gary for flaking out on Saturday's EFAP, deliberately shows up late in a diva move. Oh, wow, sleep <laughs> at 5 p.m. as tries not to take sides. But his beanie says different. Hail to the fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, it was me thinking, ah, oh, 40 minutes earlier. That I was like, 20 minutes late. No. Oh, I've dude, like, I'm going to get on anybody for being <laughs> no. late for a show. You think? Are you crazy? I'm just happy people are here. <laughs> that was good, though. That was a good one. Oh, no. Can we, can we play a clip, Gary? I don't think I am capable of getting mad at Mahler for anything. And he could probably get mad at me, but I can't get mad at Mahler. Yeah, of course. What would you like to play? Uh, I mean, I, this guy's he's going, he's just gone too far now. It's gone, it's gone, dude. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I've seen this. Active investigation in terms of a worn dying. Active investigation in terms of a worn dying. God. Oh, it's an active investigation, people. Come on. Come on. Look how. Come on. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, we actually do have an answer as to why the CGI on the um, uh, Eternals is weak in that position, you see. Annex before and after, you know, I got some alcohol, uh, got some weed, some coke, and then some methanols. Uh, <laughs> That's so true. So uh, yeah, it's a bad one. That guys, I've seen some of these images, and holy shit! Oh, I could. Mm. Oh, I'll show drugs, you. man! They will destroy you. Just destroy you. I mean, just Stay look at that methanols. Methanols. <laughs> How much weed was that guy fucking smoking? I was gonna yeah. say. That ain't like, all weed. Yeah, you know. I feel like there's other elements. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. They, that's that's weed mixed in with fucking crystal meth. Yeah, with crystal it. meth. Like, I am. Oh, not this sure. is crystal meth. Every one of these is crystal meth. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, cocaine could fuck you up really bad too, but a meth has a very unique way. It makes you look like a zombie and feel like one too. Uh, top two. Absolute raging zombies. <laughs> I still yep. can't believe there was a zombie episode for Batwoman. That actually happened. They had that a zombie. happened. What? That happened. Zombie, a zombie infestation in Gotham, and Batwoman had to save the day. And there was an evil white cop who uh, started killing them. And she was like, "No, they're innocent people." And he's just like the zombies. <laughs> there are the zombies in the rain people's brain. Literally well, tearing they, people they, apart and eating their well, flesh. Well, they weren't dead. They were. They had a uh, a brain frazzle. There was a drug. They were taking a drug, and somebody put some other stuff into the drug, which Makes made them want to eat brains. 
This is Batwoman, Gary. Let me yeah. guess. Died uh, in so, the show. so the only the white scientists who created it died, or no, no, they 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 made money from selling yeah, black, it. Black Mass is probably behind all of the shit with that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who died then? Was it just just did they keep it just uh, white, a couple of white women? Okay, yeah. a tramp. Excuse me, they are people of death. The people of death. <laughs> uh, and then there was a. Then there was a. a, a, a they found a vaccine, <laughs> and she was going around trying to trying to put the death. vaccine in the zombies, but you could only do it one at a time. People of death. <laughs> <laughs> and, so some, and so some guy just turned up with a machine gun and they killed them all. No shit. Uh, I might have to. Was this the Live, living two? impaired? That's a good one. I like that. The living impaired. It was considered like an event. People of death makes me laugh. I don't know fucking why. But that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> people of death. They're people of death. Oh my god. Oh my god. They're not zombies. They're like people of death. That was a season two episode, then, right? That was with um, yes, mm -hmm. Javicia um, Leslie, Javicia, who is still probably contractually silent on all of this. I wonder. I yeah. wonder if she hates working there or not. Um, I, I guess we can't know for sure. I know we just can't know for sure, but my, I mean, they're all shit. <laughs> like you know. Nobody's so, nobody's good in that show. Nobody's shining out in that show. No, I think they're all counting their lucky stars. They're still getting seasons because nobody likes this fucking show. And no. now the people who do like it have reason to not support it. You know, with all the Ruby Rose stuff, they'll be like, "Ah, I can't." You know, in good conscience. I cannot, yeah. in good conscience, continue to ship lesbians when you got, got the, rid of a lesbian. We didn't. The, uh, Ruby Rose is by isn't she? They got the Flash Apocalypse coming soon as well. You don't want to. Well, you can tell, uh, that, like, like there are projects that people like they hate each other, but they know they're making something good, so they'll stick with it. And they're professionals. And then there's just worse shit, worse shit. People making a shit product, <laughs> probably making shit money, but at least it's money, and we're on TV. So let's just go through the fucking motion. They they're all in a big, big circle. They're just like wish shit. Yeah. Well, dude, Grace Scott <laughs> was just like. I want out now. Well, yeah, the one thing I believe fucking possible. One thing I believe about all the things she said about him was that he was on the phone to his fucking agent saying, "Get me out of this goddamn show, please." Absolutely, one hundred percent believe. So when did he leave? Uh, just episodes. before the end of season two. Okay. Did yeah, because um, it's like the third no. episode at the end. He's put into prison, and then he just doesn't show up for like two episodes or whatever then, then he has like one scene where he's like yeah i'm in jail by the way uh bye, bye. yeah pretty much <laughs> it's so bad he um alice who who keeps getting released even though she's murdered like ton shit ton of people uh is out and about meanwhile do gray scott's character is now imprisoned for aiding and abetting <laughs> alice which he did for like five seconds because he was trying to find Kate. It's it's terrible. And not to mention, by the way, as fucking season two ends with her getting locked up. Alice is locked up in the asylum. It's like, yes! Season three premiere, Batwoman breaks around, she kills someone straight away. And you're like, uh, well, uh, she, wait, she, what? 
she stabs Mad Hatter in the back. Apparently, he didn't die. Oh, he didn't die. He didn't die, though. No. You know for a fact that the reason they said he did die is like, oh, we might use him again. Fuck it. He was stabbed in the back with a knife, but he's totally fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, I thought the only reason why he didn't die was because he was clearly fucking gay. (laughs) (laughs) That episode was so fucking dumb, by the way. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think... (laughs) (laughs) I think... <laughs> oh, Az has become a person of death now. He's gone. Death. Oh no, Az, where did you go? I As. As. Well, I'm gonna keep him up there just as long as possible to make it feel like. Uh, there. Wait, so like you full screen him while he's frozen? Is that how that works? oh hey how's it going everybody Uh, i didn't mean to full screen myself um Uh, you'll be back welcome to the buffy show keep an eye on my uh welcome to the buffy show (laughs) we will do that we should you know what can we do that for the end of the year i don't know i never know we just talk about it perpetually we're generating all of the hype well, it's like my Picard review. I got to get that finished too. I actually, have it too. I'm going to have like a good week to just work on it. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh... Yeah, that, that episode is hilarious. They have like some guy finds Mad Hatter's hat, and it also happens to be someone who's a super fan of Alice. And so his goal in the episode is the system that puts someone who is mentally ill like Alice into Arkham Asylum is fucked up. Like she needs help. And so now I'm going to kill everyone. Something like that. You know, standard motivation. Yeah. It's always just excellent content. Uh, well, especially for, for, for Batwoman. Uh, oh. Sorry. I'm trying not to see if, uh, yes, I'm on a live stream. And I have. Oh, not- I think you're going to see if I just crapped out. I don't know. That's fine. We will go and read the I was missing for the first 20 minutes. He's missing for the final 20 minutes. Right. Uh, but I want to put the super chats on my other monitor. So give me just a mo here. Because I do have four monitors. Why don't I just use them? There we go. <laughs> X-ray, X-ray Girl's doing a great job. By the way, uh, big hand to X-ray Girl. Hey. Uh Producing this episode, doing a great job. She's the newest one says, Hail on full screen as his beard looks like a merkin. <laughs> Don't tell us that. <laughs> it's okay. He, he's not listening. He's, we he's love it. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, Bardley Burnett for $25. He says, Sadly, since I put my Penny Parker trans spider idea into the ether, there has been no interest. I'm sorry. Something I saw the other day that made me laugh very hard. Don't know if you've seen it, but the winners of the 46th Saturn Awards were announced. Yeah, what's it was Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah. And like Star Trek and like all the shit won, basically. 
it's the when if Rise of Skywalker winning anything, everyone in the audience is gonna be like, "Come on, come yeah. on, don't do that." Eighty-six percent audience score to of this course. very day. Yeah, I mean, you can tell just from talking to everyone that that is the case. Actually, I don't even know who the fans of that film were. I, I, there's somebody out there, I guess. Um, the TLJ fans hated it. The TFA fans hated it. And then the fans of the OT hated it, and the fans of the prequels hated it. So well, that 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 kid, uh, Eric Butts, is he the one who cries all the time? He's, he likes. He the probably stuff. loved it. Yeah, he probably loved it. Probably liked it. And good for him. For he probably loved seeing the Emperor. He he almost cried when he saw the Emperor in the trailer. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Brenton Palmer for eight uh, ninety nine New Zealand. Hail the real BBC. Listen to you, mad lads, religiously from my digger cab. My digger, and that's D I G G E R. I said digger cab. What's a digger cab? I don't you know. Dig, you dig? Uh, in New Zealand, it is me or is it the real BBC? How the real law? It's now the real long BBC. Yeah, it just it is. And uh, high rags, although we'll be wrapping this one up very, very soon because mm. I have to have my smoothie. I should probably eat something as well. Yeah, it's good for you from what I've heard. They're good. They're good. They're good. And I can have almonds. Mm. I suppose I'll eat something when I'm in Arizona, but uh, it's kind of hard to fast when you got to drive because, like, you can't make a smoothie in the desert. So, uh, have a sand smoothie. We could have a sand smoothie. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Mahler, do an EFAP movie on X. Do an EFAP on an EFAP X-Men marathon. And that's for we, M505 for $2. We want to do, um, uh, I guess, a Fox sort of superhero. Because they the whole X-Men run, it goes like one, two, three. And then there's the, the, the new trilogy. Then there's the Wolverine. Was it a Wolverine trilogy? Does that count as a trilogy? The Wolverine yep. X-Men origin. Yeah. And then um, Logan. Yeah, yeah. That would be the end of the trilogy. Yeah. So we, we want to do that at some point and talk about them all. I want to see how X-Men 1, 2, and 3 sort of hold up to today you know what i mean because like when we're doing league of extraordinary gentlemen like as was saying like watching that movie back then it was like Ugh. watching it now it's like i mean <laughs> i feel like i i think i like x-men one and two for what mm -hmm. they are uh and i think x i think fox got it right for a little while i think first class was good i liked it quite a bit um uh -huh. i liked the first deadpool movie and i don't even like deadpool in the comic books i liked uh days of future past even though it was partially Directed by Brian Singer, uh, I like that movie quite a bit. Uh, and Logan, yeah. I liked it when I walked out, but I've never watched it again. Never seen um, it a second time. Super that one's that one is beloved, but um, I haven't seen it in ages, and so I like I'm not confident in um, praising it too much because I'm like I can't quite remember a lot of the plot points. I just know the major sort of things that happen, and I know that he fought an evil vision of himself, which I'm not too much of a fan of. Oftentimes. Yeah. Um, but of course, it's like a swan song for uh, Professor X and Logan at the same time. Uh, I don't know. I want I want more Hugh Jackman Wolverine. I do too. I think he's good. Yeah, you just got tired of uh, you know, dude. I mean, it, it makes sense. He played him a fucking. He played him more than Tony uh, than than Robert Downey played Tony Stark, right? Or is it? Are they one to one? Played him like eight times, Ooh. right? <laughs> I'd have to see it's probably close. Um, 
but Robert but yeah. Downey Jr. stayed in shape, but clearly stopped like yoking up. You know, like he yoked up for the first couple of movies, and just kind of said, "Nah." I remember, um, you know, in Days of Future Past, when he like gets up, uh, Hugh Jackman compared that to when he's like first shirtless in X Men One. It's like, holy fuck! Yeah, <laughs> close, not even close. But he, like, he had he didn't have a lot of time with X Men One because Drew yeah. Gray was supposed to play that part. I don't and, know. Imagine the will that we would have gotten if he did, because I just don't. I don't. No offense to him. I just don't think he would have pulled it off like Hugh Jackman did. No way. No way. For one, he looks old. Uh, he looks older, and Hugh doesn't. Hugh's, you know, kept it off. Hugh's a gorgeous human being. So <laughs> he's a dancer. He's a dancer. He's a natural dancer. Uh, Drowning clown for ten dollars says, "Can't wait to see the new studio, Gary. The content will once uh, the content as well. Once you." Uh, breathe your sigh of relief. Hopefully, as will come visit as well as Mahler. Uh, the more the merrier. I, yes, the invitation is open to get those guys out to Texas to in the studio. Texas, yeah. heck yeah, it's got to figure out where it's going to be and what's going to happen. Uh, I've, I've mostly breathed the sigh of relief. I mean, the limbo part is just like getting ready to move. I mean, that's just that, that's not as it's stressful. Yeah, it's fucking stressful, but like, it, I I don't like living in limbo. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have some security, and just knowing like I don't know where I'm gonna live right now. And that, there's a lot of people in that situation, which which sucks. But there, the, the, I don't know about the UK, but here in America, like, a lot of people are moving. It's not just people leaving California. People are leaving New York, Michigan. Uh, Florida's and Texas's uh, populations are booming right now. Very attractive states to be in. Uh, unpopular movie reviews for five dollars. As are you the only one who was able to see and hear this, Mark? <laughs> he was. <laughs> that dude, I was just looking at chat when that happened. Everyone was posting question marks. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> You know when he when he was like, "Who's it an impression of?" Waiting for us to be prompted, I was like, "It must be something we're aware of and would connect easily." And I was like, "Oh, I guess because he's saying like, you know, people who look as if well. I was like, "Is it Brie Lawson?" And someone in chat, I think, said Brie Lawson as well. I was like, "Is that is that close?" It's like fucking Robin Williams. <laughs> I, I was never gonna guess that. <laughs> no, that I, I wasn't. I'm like, what? What's that? Okay. Uh, as his internet so. died, mm-hmm. he is not coming back. So. Uh, subscribe to Heel vs. Babyface and Hot Toys when he does put content up there. Follow his manager, Hot Toys, on Twitter, and this show will be on his channel next week. Yes. Hopefully Wait, is he definitely not coming back? He's he definitely not coming back. He is done. Damn. All the right. internet has totally fallen down, and it can't Holy get back up. Yep. Uh, Tobias Gregory for ten Australian dollars says, "Good morning from Can from Canberra, gents." As speaking of uh, waifu waifus, cur- were, were we speaking of that? Uh, <laughs> doing my first run through of The Witcher Three, I've played Witcher One and Two, and my question is, Triss or Yennefer? Have a good one. I do believe he said Triss. <gasps> I is that controversial? Said- I don't know. I don't know. I I think uh, they're uh, Jennifer's fucking hot, man. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm still stuck in the first room because I'm just staring at her ass. <laughs> um, that okay. That I promise before the end of the year. That'll be a holiday thing. We'll do. I'll do my Witcher th- three stream during Christmas. But you're welcome if we want to do another Christmas Eve stream. 
You're welcome to join, dude. Uh, the last one we did was lots of fun. I remember. Man, it's been a year since then already. It's been a year, man. Quite a year it's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, here. Got a second. Uh, I'm typing a message to Mahler. Team Yen, Team Triss. I see that there's conversation in. There is? Yeah, yeah. There's debate. I got to say, I mean, I haven't seen Triss yet, so I'm Team Yennefer big time. Uh, I'm Team Yennefer's ass laying down naked. Uh, psycho seconds for 10 Canadian pesos. Something weird it, it keeps ha something weird keeps happening. Every time I pull up an article talking about the new union of image comics, I hear something coming from my bookshelf. It almost sounds like Japanese laughter. <laughs> oh. Get to that. Oh, that sucks. Um, yes, union uh, image image comics. God damn, I wanted to get to that too. Uh, Image Comics started a union. It's nine of their employees. I don't think it's any of the creatives. They haven't technically started it yet. Uh, if I pull up a Bleeding Cool, Bleeding Cool is like the worst fucking website on the planet. But they're bleeding cool. They are bleeding cool and they bleed your computer. Yeah. Uh, we can't find it now. I have to just search it. Uh, bleeding cool image union. So, image comic, image comics is starting a, a, a union. Good for them. And apparently, uh, one of their one of the union's demands is is a more diverse workplace, and uh, you know, it'd be funny if it was like if all these nine workers were a bunch of white people, so they fired them to make it more diverse, which would be so <laughs> fucking funny. It'd be unbelief. But I think this is like uh, I don't know if it's Mailroom or I don't know how big fucking Image is anymore. It's not a very big publisher, uh, and I have heard of the comic creators have tried to unionize forever and you know why they haven't you know why it's not a good idea because you're not going to the fucking salt mines you're drawing a comic book you're doodling it's cool it's an art form i appreciate it but it's pure meritocracy so you're so what are we exactly looking for they're looking for a living wage okay well uh the, the image comics is i do believe that they move they used to be in berkeley if they stayed in berkeley they probably would have had 20 bucks an hour I don't know where they are now. Uh, the Image Comics has the, this is a, this is the other article. I want the first one. This is the the response. Image has always believed in a fair and equitable treatment of staff and always strived to support employees at the best of companies regarding their employment. Uh, this is not Image Comics recognizing the union and indeed seems to suggest that they are doing fine without it. The goals, as stated by Comic Book Workers United, seemed to indicate some disquiet in the regard between employees and publisher. Bleeding Cool also questions in with the comic book workers union, but goals seem to define issues that staff had at Image that potentially may include a lack of salary or workload transparency. 
Um, well, California state law requires salary transparency. In other words, you have to, they have to show you how they pay you. They, that they absolutely do. Uh, low staff morale and overwork. Um, well, maybe that's because you're not selling a lot of comic books because a lot of uh, the creatives in the industry have been alienating that job security. You know what job security is? Customers, paying fucking customers. That's job security. When, when you piss them off, you don't have job security. Dipshits. A lack of communication regarding publisher prior, priorities. Um, that sounds like a management thing. Yeah, they usually don't tell you fucking everything. Um, lack of procedures laid out or duties. New positions not opened up to current staff before they go public. Remote work. Well, there's actually a law in California that requires you to hire. You, you, you have to put a wanted ad up for stuff. You have to. Uh, I can't remember exactly how the law goes. So. Uh, remote working opportunities being withdrawn and lack of compensation for supplies used when remote working. Uh, too many mistakes in production as a result of overwork. A lack of diversity in staff and management. The publication of work by problematic creators. Ooh. You know what that means. Uh, so you have a... So, if okay, so the staff has to like everybody the comic publisher produces the, their work. So how do you define that? We also noted previous support for workers to unionize at Amazon... Um, from one of Image's partners, and also notable that issues expressed here have also been expressed to Bleeding Cool by other publishers such as Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, IDW, and Boom, especially the increased workload and the lack of communication. Image may not be the image may be the testing ground for a union with lots of room to expand. Bleeding Cool will follow the emergence of this new union and what it means for the rest of the comic book industry. It will mean your end because I will tell you exactly what happened. Um, they have tried this before. And you know what they did when they tried this before? Remember when you started seeing all the Brazilian artists showing up, Italian artists showing up, in some cases, Russian artists showing up? That was every time the word union was spread around all of the, uh, all the buildings of Marvel and DC. They went, sure. Uh, meanwhile, meet your new artist, uh, Benicio, uh, whatever, from Italy, <laughs> who will work for half as much as you will. And you guys do it to each other. Uh, you get what, to, what does Robert Meyer Burnett say? You deserve what you negotiate. You are not a necessity. You are a luxury item. You are a comic book artist. It's a joke that there's unions in Hollywood, which they're trying to break, by the way. Um, People deserve a living wage. They deserve what they work for. Listen, I was, when I worked at Technicolor, uh, I worked a shitty shift. My pay was okay. They asked me to do quite a bit, and I did it. I fucking did it. And when I started feeling overworked and underappreciated, I went to the boss and said, ah, you know, I need more money. First time I did it, they gave me more money. I said, thanks. Okay. Uh, and when it, that started happening again, they didn't give me money. I went, okay, thanks. Bye. I left. 
I went and found another job. Uh, it's the comic book industry. And if you, especially if you're not drawing comic books, if you're just working, you know, uh, lower level, if you're doing just basically office work, well, there's office work all across the country that you can go work at, probably get paid more and live in a, in somewhere where it's especially, again, I don't know where image image was in Berkeley, one of the most expensive places on the planet. I think it's in, uh, did they move to Oregon? Uh, image comics based in Portland, Oregon, which isn't cheap anymore. A bunch of hipsters see, oh, that's where all the young people went to go to retire, or that's where all the losers went to go to retire is Portland, Oregon. And um, it became more expensive because it became like hipster heaven. So you turned it into a mini San Francisco. Uh, yeah, a unionized, some guy shot back at me yesterday, Mueller, and go, the workers deserve a living, and they they deserve a living wage, and they deserve job security. Deserve job security. Deserve job security. Okay. You deserve job security when you say things like the publication of work by problematic creators. I would I would laugh these people out, out the fucking building. Uh, lack of diversity in staff management. Okay, let's start with you guys. Unfucking believable. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, by the way, just to show you, I'm not making up. Those are the demands. Too many mistakes in production as a result of overwork. Oh, I believe that this was the case. You didn't even have to show this, but yeah. Yep. The lack of diversity. There you go. Problematic creators. Fuck off. I might do a video on that. I might do a video on that one. Okay. Let's go to uh, internet versus as for two British pounds. The flux has as. They do. Oh, no. They do. Some people say the BBC got him. Yeah. The, the Yeah. The real BBC got him. Uh, Late art for 100 Czechoslovakian pesos. Uh, I've got a happy birthday from you guys on bragging rights this morning. If I could get one from the beautiful soul as well, it would be the greatest birthday gift ever. I wish I could, but he's gone. I'm sorry mm -hmm. I didn't catch that. We'll try to get it to you next time. Mm -hmm. Remind X-Ray Girl, and she can remind me. Lady Gravemaster, how does Morbius look like a Batman movie how does Morbius look more like a Batman movie than a Batman? Riddle me that, DC. Freaking Marvel nailed the aesthetic of the Cape Crusader better than their own company. That's how you That's how you know we are in the end times. Well, at least that and the CW. That's true. Uh, Dr. Porkenheimer for $9.99. The Boba Fett trailer just makes me sad. We all know the potential. We all know they're going to fuck it up. It's such an abusive relationship. I want... Yeah. like it but i know i will just it'll just be garbage yep prepare to watch a lot of people get shot yeah without any blood or anything yeah uh yeah uh grant matheson hail all thanks for all you do uh to do, or, uh, thanks for all you do to entertainment uh got fed up with comics and films so finished my first novel upon it's on Kindle now. Shameless plug over. And it's by Grant Mathewson. Grant Mathewson. What's the title? 
got to put the title up there. Mm. Let me know the title. Um, yeah, man. A comic book union. It's just fucking. That shows we're in. Unions are like some. Uh, they're they're for, for for necessities, for things that are necessary in life. Uh, if you remember Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, all right. And the whole theory is Earth. Uh, Earth was uh, populated by the unnecessary portions of the Golga Frencham population. They they made up a whole story to get rid of a useless third of their population on the planet. So they're like, hey, the planet's going to end. So we're going to make these big arcs, and we need you to get on it. But what they did was the, the useful two-thirds stayed, and they just tricked the useful, uh, unuseful third, which was hairdressers, film documentarians, and um, I forgot what else. So that's that's what the earth is populated with is people who make film documentaries and hairdressers. Uh, and yeah, that's basically that's uh, that's where we're at. God damn, I miss fucking hitchhiker. They need a that needs a proper that needs like a dune ish, but better um, adaptation, like a Lord of the Rings ish adaptation. That's what it needs. Give it time. Maybe we'll get it. Maybe. Uh, Disney has no idea how to write bounty hunt hunters. First, they had a BH running away for seasons, and now they show how to how a top bounty hunter that prefers to talk instead of shooting bounty hunters. Uh, yeah, it is weird seeing him be like, "You can bounty speak only with me, and I would like to rule with some respect." It's like, okay, Boba, all right. We'll have to see how that plays out in the show. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure what people want to see, but you know, give it a chance. What where's your endearing characters aside from the old Boba Fett who's gonna be just Boba Fett the whole time? They're gonna wanna keep playing up the heart of gold thing. Like you'll be ruthless, but then there'll be something where someone says something he's oh. like, No, I'm nice though. Oh. <laughs> just whatever wants to see. Fucking terrible. Uh, the actor who is playing Morbius in Matrix Resurrections recently said that the film will be funnier than the original trilogy. Uh, why what? is the franchise trying to be like an MCU film? Funnier than the than the, the than the Matrix trilogy? So you're okay, Mikey. You're saying, um, uh, oh my god, why am I blanking his name? He was in Fight Club, Dallas Buyers Club. He's playing Mor Michael Morbius. He was in Blade Runner 2049. Jared Leto. Oh, right. Jared Leto is in The Matrix. And, and so... And Wait, he's saying, in The Matrix? I didn't know that. Well, should I have yeah, known that? Well, that's what he says. The actor who was playing Morbius in Matrix Resurrections recently said... Oh, okay. So the actors... I was thinking Morbius, the movie. Morpheus. Morpheus. Okay. Not Morbius. Morpheus. Uh, Mikey Gessler. Um, <clears throat> so he's the guy who played... Uh, he played... Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen series. And he said, so he says the Matrix is going to be funnier. That's okay. what we want for the Matrix. Definitely. The problem with the original was that it wasn't funny enough. It had perfect. The first movie had perfect levity. Perfect levity. Yeah. Uh, 
Mikey Gussler for $10. Chris Pratt just got cast as Garfield and Twitter is upset. One person tweeted, this is my 9-11. And another user what? said, this is literally the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Um, I think what? America needs to give up Twitter. America <laughs> just needs to give up Twitter if that's real at all. Now, that might be people joking. I mean, just if you're joking and you say it's my 9-11, then that's funny. I just I want it to be cast as everything now. See the difference? See the difference? You know, uh, Andrew Matthews for 10 uh, British pounds. Peeping Tom looks nervously at his watch. The clock ticks to 9 p.m. So appears his nemesis. Barbara Woodhouse is the watershed. <laughs> the watershed? That's good. <laughs> the watershed. I like the choker. Uh, Mr. Tickle Trunk for $10. CRT is to Marxism as multi-tiered marketing is to pyramid schemes. Word. Harry Lime for $1.49. Thank you for the super sticker. Crazy Cat Guy. Thank you for the $1.49 super sticker. Rough Girl, $2 super sticker. Thank you. And Corey B, 99 cent super sticker. Darius Munchausen, 149 super sticker. Thank you. And Fulkert Cornelius. Fulkert Cornelius for five British pounds for a super sticker. That's freaking awesome. Thank you. Nikki D for five dollars. I almost burned my tongue drinking hot tea, but then I watched the Eternals and my life was saved. Thanks, MCU. Uh, here, how were your lives saved by this film? Well, just by watching the trailer. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel younger. I feel cleaner, more healthy. I feel. It's finally, you know, what else can I say? I think this, the true MCU begins with the Eternals. I, I, I do too. I, my, I feel like my my colon was cleansed, uh, and all cancer was removed from my body, and mm -hmm. my brain cells were restored that I destroyed in the eighties. Uh, Marquisians Studios for five dollars. Hey, Gary. You keep missing my super chats lately, and I'm not sure why. Oh, I'm doing it on purpose. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I get to what I can, but I do not deliberately not read. Unless somebody is like really, uh, I mean, like if it's something that's horrible, I can't. It's something I can't read. But I generally, and those I'll even read in a square hub. Uh, do you read mine? Did you read mine from Friday Night Tights last week? I did not, uh, Marcretian Studios, because I don't... Well, I might have. I don't know. X-Ray Girl will have to answer that one. Can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Uh, but I can... Uh, what did it say? Maybe you could have just repeated it here. Thank <laughs> you. Five, times they, said that you yeah. like, they said a whole message of, you didn't respond to my message. Why didn't you respond to my message? Please respond. It's like, if you just wrote... <laughs> <laughs> message right there i could have i could have responded um here let's see uh x-ray girl if you could copy and paste that name and look up last friday pop it in we will if you could do that thank you uh blood objections for five dollars isn't it ironic that a movie which will be completely forgotten in a matter of weeks is called the eternals oh Oops. true I think that's funny because that's true. I think Marvel Phase 4 will be only looked at as something, wow, it really went downhill. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be something everybody hates in about five years. Uh, Daily Dose for two pounds. Did you, uh, did you, when you saw Bob A. Feet 
everyone else that's the super chat <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of other words missing that he didn't get in <laughs> really i understood it perfectly i did too i got you there buddy <laughs> yes i felt exactly like everybody else oh what's up literature devil how's it going uh he says hail fnt <laughs> hail fnt hail you see uh, Jester Roanoke, Streamlabs, for $1. Greetings, Fellowship. May I have a recommendation on some comic collections for anything from Thor to Iron Man to anything Marvel, really? I really have a couple of basic ones for DC with Batman, Greatest Stories Ever Told, and Joker, Greatest Stories Ever Told. Yeah, with uh, Thor, um, there is, if you want get, if you want to go cheap and just read, there's Marvel essentials which are just black and white and you get like 50 comic books uh i would just start from the beginning right there especially with thor kirby thor you want to read kirby thor it's fucking great it's so great and iron man i am a big fan of the the bob layton era which is late 70s early 80s i thought that was really good too and again you can read those in essentials you don't have to get them in color uh they're pretty cheap books that you can find on amazon secondhand uh i'm i buy most of everything second at my tickets to that show mauler bottom mm -hmm. second i did not give disney money fuck disney i'm serious about that shit uh hey as why no video on ruby rose situation yet says mccretion studios for two dollars oh was that the other one as it's in here now i i do believe as said he would be talking about it later you might be waiting for the full story yeah i'm not sure yeah and and it's developing and it's good mm -hmm. that he waited because like it looks like he might want to wait another day too uh bubba doom one i work outside and i love daylight savings uh i don't i like you lose an hour Unless you work in the morning, maybe. Yeah, I can't stand it. But you can like it. That's fine. Little Red Riding Ryan for five pounds. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you saw it, but looks like the prosecution just to prove Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent. Good. He just proved it? Well, it doesn't. Uh, I don't know if I saw it, though. Let me I mean, see. yeah, I was going to say, I would have thought I'd heard by that, of that by now. But man, what a fucking clown show it's it's so obvious it, it's obvious and it's political and yeah if he goes in then there's there, you see um there was a controversy over whether or not you can call the people who died victims and they were really upset about that and it's like well you, can you call them victims if they were attacking him it's like that's, that's the, the it actually like matters to the case uh specifically how you would refer to the people involved and stuff like people are really upset about it. I was just like, I mean, that's just how it works. If you get shot because you're trying to hurt somebody, you're not a victim at that point. Like you just, it's just how things work. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, from what I understand, I'm just glad that things have worked out. If you look at that clip, look at all the clips. The trial's starting, and it's what's concerning me is it's pretty cut and dry, and technically in the court of law it shouldn't matter like that the people he shot were 
pretty bad people. Um, but uh, there's a self-defense. We got to have self-defense, but that's the biggest, that's one of the reasons I, I left San Francisco too. One of the, one of the surefire ways you can get the police out to your house is try to protect yourself. Try to protect yourself. Shoot somebody coming into your house. The cops will come out and arrest you. And arrest you for somebody. Like, uh, I, I've luckily got out of being taken in, which could have been my third strike, by the way, for fucking removing somebody who was causing a massive disturbance in my store, like getting violent and shit. So I picked him up by the seat of his pants and I tossed him out. And uh, then little bitch called the cops. And luckily, my kid was there, and I just he the cops the cop kind of you know coached me. Understood. Like, and I just did whatever he told me to say. He's like, "Yeah, you were feeling threatened because your kid, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. I felt threatened, uh, and it took care of it." Uh, Torsten for five dollars. When they call you alt right, it means that they know you are wrong, and the only retort they know is lashing out, and they know they are wrong, and the only retort they have is lashing out and trying to brand you alt right or ist. Yep, they don't have a counter argument, and uh, you know it's one thing, but it's it's <clears throat> it's so extreme. It's like where do we go from here? Like okay. You've now labeled us alt right for so long, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. It's a joke. We laugh exactly. at it. Everyone is apparently so. <laughs> now what? What's next? You, you've tried the white supremacist thing. That doesn't seem to be sticking uh, because it's bullshit. Uh, so what next? Maybe you admit uh, that we just have a we just have a different point of view. That's all. Man of War six is five. The neighbor of the beast. Have you two? Uh, have you two heard of jokes? and laughter are the new symbol of the far right. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> laughter, the tool of the Nazi. Color me educated. Color me educated. Uh, we've got... Uh, I don't know how to say this. Narduel, for $5, how do you define what a man is? Seriously, like in Fight Club, a generation of men raised by women. Where do we go to find what is right? You rock. And that's true. Wi-Fi Club is one of my favorite movies of all time. A lot of truth in that weird third act, but that's okay. Um, want to announce that I don't drink anymore. I mean, I don't drink any less, but I don't drink any more either. Anyway, here's the graft. <laughs> here's today's graft. Uh, Simple Jack, thank you for the $5. And congratulations for not drinking anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys think of the casting for uh, the Uncharted movie? I think both Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg are far too young for their roles. Uh, there is a short film on YouTube with Nathan Fillion and Stephen Lang as Nathan and Sully. They would be perfect. From that is three dollars. That's the casting everyone wanted. It's not what we got. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Tom Holland might be able to pull it off, but after the trailer, I was like, oh, he's just Spider-Man. He's not actually like. He's, he's just the kid sort of voice and presence. He's not doing a Nathan Drake. He, he doesn't feel any different. So I was like, oof, this might have been a mistake. Hollywood does not want to portray strong men right now. They don't want to portray alphas. Mark Wahlberg is a second fiddle to Tom Holland. <laughs> in, a, in a sense, I, I'd be curious about a Mark Wahlberg playing a uh, 
Nathan Drake. Maybe maybe he could have done better. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. But um, yeah, having Nathan Fillion play Nathan Drake would have been really cool. Yep. Never mind. He's a better actor than Tom Holland. Nathan Fillion is fantastic, just in everything he's in. The only film I'm looking forward to is the Rocky Four Directors Cut. It says Uber Geek for five dollars. There you go. I, that's something worth looking fuck worth looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Christmas and watching all my Christmas movies, watching my old Doctor Who Christmas specials. I'm getting fired up for Christmas. Yeah, early. Yeah. I mean, I fuck wait until Thanksgiving. The decorations are going up within a week because we're going to be here through Christmas. That's that's a fact. Uh, there is no easy mode for life. Sure, it's called being a woman. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I'm just reading Super Chats. 6.6, now 6.0% of my female audience. Adolf E. Newman for, for 25. Uh, I think that's uh, Polish pesos. Um, Chris Webb for $5. Even in comics, no one liked the Eternals. I know, right? I love all the. I'm a big, long time Eternals fan. Wow. Are mm. you now? Are you now? There, I'm sure there's one. I'm sure there's somebody out there who really like gravitated to them and stuff, but we're talking like a handful of people. Uh, Douglas Sadivi for $5. Lately, my best use of Twitter has been keeping table tabs on indie authors and artists plugging their stuff actor group who loves getting talked about that's good follow who you like yeah man of war 665 the neighbor of the beast remember when you guys were gonna quit twitter about a year ago i remember yeah i remember too i was just thinking about that i ain't quitting twitter i need it to talk to people <laughs> i hate that i do but i do that's the thing when the problem came up is when we when a couple of us quit twitter it's like, oh, fuck. We, yeah, it just became a problem. We'll see if we can work our way around that problem for Friday Night Tights and for the streams and stuff. But uh, last week's Friday Night Tights was an all-timer show. That was really good. Um, it helps to have, you know, Marvel shit to make fun of. But uh, it was really, really good. And, like, our second best performing one next to Alex Jones by far. So thank you for the support. It was fantastic. Uh, hey all what are your thoughts on cleaning and pressing comics and slabbing them uh is it worth doing bronze or older or new 9.8 comics um as long as none of that affects the raw value of the comic uh pressing them as long as you can get away with it people could tell if you've pressed them though that's the thing uh but if you want, you could try, but and you could try to sell it, but it's like clever people will be able to figure out if it's pressed and they'll call you on it. And they, they consider that devalued. It depends. I think that's kind of an iffy thing. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. Um, but Hitchhiker 42, uh, there is a huge market for slab comics. The only problem with them is you can't read them. I like being able to read my shit. Uh, but I do have some slabbed. I'm sending Mahler a slabbed comic. Um, to catch me up, what does that mean? <laughs> Oh, it's um. I don't have one near me. 
It's when a comic is on, it's in a plastic slab and it's officially graded like a coin. So it's, it, th- that, that increases the value. So it's able to trade online easier because when you're selling a comic, like I'm grading it myself, right? And it's going to be, you know, uh, people are just going to have to take my word. That takes the, my word out of it. And this thing is officially a 9.8 comic or a 9.6. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So you'll see when you get in it. I'm also giving you a copy to read. Sweet. All right, we'll do a couple more, and then we got to bounce. Really got to bounce. Uh, brightest day for $3. One underappreciated lesson from Dune is the dangers of adults forcing unnatural plans upon future generations and how badly it can go wrong. Would be nice if some people had headed, heeded that warning. Yeah, my dad never forced me to be an accountant because he just knew it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Dude, exact same over here. Yep. Like, my son might want to do something different. Uh, Rough Girl for $5. Got y'all while I'm doing yard work and making it uh, fly by well. All hail the fellowship. Hail to you, Rough Girl. Don't forget, meet up. Me, yours truly, will be at the Endgame Bar with Jeremy and Ryan from Geeks and Gamers this Thursday, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, and I'll be there for, you know, three, four hours hanging out. Also going there on a business trip. It's, it's a business trip that turned into a meetup. Somebody would like to speak to me and Jeremy about some stuff. We'll just say some stuff and, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Bill Bonius bag of donuts for $5, but wait, what's always in stock? With only context from pop-up book, my daughter exclaims, look, it's Captain Marvel. She loved it. Never will see movie. Nope. But it's so popular. Basement Studio Productions for five Canadian pesos. Hey, I made an animation to the FNT theme song. It would be awesome if you would check it out. Thanks. There was a couple of emails I had to look up. Eventually, when you guys make these requests, I might have somebody to help me. But when I'm looking for myself, it's kind of a pain. I don't mean to be. Uh, yeah, it can be tough to find stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. And it kind of stops the stream. There we go. all right we'll play this on friday night tights all right how's that sound i can't play it now or my computer might just fall apart (laughs) i gotta get a new one soon but that is cool as hell thank you it is bookmarked it will be played on friday night tights this friday uh and thank you for uh, you guys making the animations and the covers and everything that's fucking unbelievable uh basement studio productions for five dollars hey uh, i read that one already uh taylor ramirez for two dollars i think rose got fired because she can't write oh rose she can't act she can't act ruby rose got fired because she can't act they i mean she was Ro- technically the biggest name they had i guess but yeah she couldn't act for sure <laughs> 
Uh, there's a Rose Easter egg-ish mention in the Doctor Who premiere. Oh, yeah. 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 Still My, asking Billy Piper to come back, huh? The, the review I'm doing, there's a point to it. There's a point to it. It's going to be a very short review. Because, like, it's a... I can't wait for you to see it. Because you're going to see it. You're going to go, like, stuff happened, but it meant nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite con moment from Clay jo, uh, Johansson for $5 says, wa- uh, me walking up to Patrick Stewart to have a photo taken with him. Uh, Gurney Halick, Pat, uh, really, uh, Patrick, oh, no. Oh, not for a long time now. So did he pay? He played Gurney Halick in Dune, right? Yeah. Okay. So he. So you did you ask him the question? Was he probably used to getting Star Trek pictures? And you're like, no, no, I'm here for Dune. I get that. I get that. Uh, he was also an Excalibur, and he did probably the single best. Uh, it was the single best moment of overacting in the history of film, when he was trying to pull the Excalibur sword. He's all. so british and overacted uh putting the horrible new doctor who aside would you like them to explain the face of Bo for the captain or leave it a mystery uh leave it a mystery i I assume it's 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 the cap it's captain jack yeah but never tell us absolutely never tell us no phaser force thanks for five dollars i love stuff being not answered that's that's great uh, Space and Goats for $2. To clarify, diversity isn't the focus, just story first. Okay, good. Yeah, story has to come first. Everything else will make sense if story comes first. My Comic-Con moment was when Martin Nodell signed a copy of a Golden Age Green Lantern archive book, took a picture with me, and went back to arguing with his wife about what to have for lunch. That is fucking awesome. The Tweaky Kid for $5. I love it on the, on the Streamlabs side. Comics Division for $5. Have you seen the comic book workers United list of demands? Yes, dude. Some included lack of diversity in staff and publication of problematic creators. So who, so what problematic creators is image image publishing? Todd McFarlane. (laughs) Fucking. We need to get rid of Todd McFarlane. The image is done. Uh, Gorbs. It's gotta be the last one in the EU. Boba got out in this in the eu boba got out of the sarlacc then fell back in again in theory so that any more films would still have him in there really he fell back in because he got out in um in dark empire i love the idea that gets out I I, i think some eu people don't like dark empire i fucking love it uh that's that's my that's how it finishes for me. I know he fell back in. That's fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> ship should be called the indentured servant one instead of slave one, right? Black soul. And I gotcha. Gunnar for 50 Norwegian Krona. I love how death stranding does it. When he goes number two, they, uh, they play motorcycle noises from ride with Norman Reedus. Okay. Uh, I'll have to remember that next time I'm dropping a deuce in a public bathroom, which I try to avoid at all costs because I am, uh, I'm like shit break from American pie. 
I wouldn't go to the bathroom at school. Like, I mean, under any circumstances. Yeah, you definitely don't want to. No. Uh, uh, Phoba Fett is just another destroyed character now, says Vasidius for four ninety nine. Agreed. Uh, Robert White for five British pounds. Excuse me. It's been more like 90 minutes. You need to wrap up. Just kidding. Have a good evening. Yeah, you're right. And we got to wrap it up right there. And uh, we will get the rest uh, on the square up. That'll come out tomorrow night. There's because there's only a few more. I guess we could. We, no, there's more than a few more. Yeah, we'll do one more, though. Oh, there's a lot more than a few more. You guys are awesome. Thank you. I thought if there was like five, I'd be like, okay. But there's like a lot. And I've got to go. Uh, Black Kiwi for $5. I, I'm at such a low point with Star Wars. I didn't even finish Star Wars Visions. I literally stopped caring. Pretty visuals, but why should I care? Yeah. Um, I didn't think to watch it. Didn't think to watch The Bad Batch. Didn't think to watch anything. Since The Last Jedi, it's like that that has been severed with me, and it's been like that for years now, to the point yeah. where I just like look at it like it's this, this, this kind of a joke. It's kind of a joke. I just don't trust the fucking people making it. No. So if I review it, it would be to like to mock it, basically. And I don't know if I'm gonna I I I don't know. I, I'm I am I am more interested in the Gina Carano project if push comes to shove. We'll see what happens with it, but I at least they're doing something different and that's intriguing, right? Um, so we'll see what happens. But I'm looking forward to a lot of other things. Like even the Witcher 2 trailer. I'm like, eh, it's all right. But we probably saw all the Witcher there. And it's going to be all Yennefer crying for two-thirds of the season. I don't know. Um, we're going to wrap it up, dude. My dude. So is there anything you'd like to plug? You know, I don't even. I think I think not. You know, Spooktober was the main time for EFAB getting all this stuff out. So it's all there now. If anyone wants to go see all these arcs for different movies, all this coverage. Um we may be doing a catch-up tomorrow because we clashed scheduling for recording something, so that might or might not be happening. But either way, uh, the whole Resident Evil arc is done. So if you want to go and have a look-see at uh, a lot of us watching Mila Jovovich and Paul W.S. Anderson butcher a franchise <laughs> for millions of... I think it's a billion-dollar franchise, actually, what they ended up getting with that. Um, it is quite amusing. Yeah. Literally, Wesker, like the famous villain of the entire thing, like his demise in the final film is he's standing at a door, it closes and smooshes his foot, and he just dies. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, what? They hit an artery down there or something? I think so, yeah. He's just like, oh, man, this sucks. And then he just gets blown up. So it's like, well, there he goes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Check that out if you wanted. But, uh, you know, I, I had lots of fun, as per usual. Thanks, thanks for letting me in. You, the lads oh, God. it's great i love tuesday uh sorry we missed as and uh yeah i didn't even get to finish well, we'll look at that stuff later but yeah and i knocked over one of my toys but yeah God. some of this stuff like like is new and then some has been like this one has been sitting around for like a couple of years uh i used to be the biggest spider-man fan i still don't like the black things there the little stripes i'm not a fan of these these things mm-hmm but I think I love this Romita type costume, and I do love the mask. That's good. But it's still Spider Boy. 
still spider bite. So uh, Real BBC will be on Az's channel next week. There'll be a nooner sometime tomorrow, but I got to finish up my uh, doctor review and a couple of other videos and the square up uh, before I really do anything. And then Thursday, I'll be out in Arizona. We'll do a live stream on Nerdrotic Live, my alternate channel, by the way. That's where this live stream will be going when it's done is Nerdrotic Live. It'll get archived over there. Uh, 4.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, at the Endgame Bar in Arizona. Yes. Mesa, Arizona. That's where we're going to be. So that's it for now. Oh, and follow me on Instagram because we're doing a giveaway and it's going to be a big giveaway. And then we've got some other like st great stuff to announce. Oh, and I am bringing some hats and stuff to the bar to give away. Uh, so Instagram.com slash Nerdrotic. Give us a follow there. Get us, help us get to 10,000 followers and make Mrs. Nerdrotic happy. Do it. Oh, uh, do it. So, um, yeah, we're just going just gonna to go out and say bye. Bye-bye. Tangerine. Tangerine.